The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Late love, late love, and dun 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 I don't know, what am I? <laughs> I'm not a lady love, what am I? What, do, what would you call when you get a, a man on the show now? Manly love. Oh, snap. Manly love. <laughs> I feel like funny. it fits in. All right, all I right, like that it. works, like that works. What's up, what's up? Well, welcome. Thank you. I know, thank you for coming. Well, no well actually, thank we you came, for having but... us. <laughs> Thanks for having me on your, your show. I'm excited for this. I really am. I'm a fan of this show. So now really? I feel like, uh, you know, like when you're a fan of something and now you get to be like in it or watch Interactive. it. Interactive. Like, oh, this is yeah. going to be cool. I get to see behind the scenes. Oh, it's not that great. Oh. I, to, I, just listen, I just listen to you guys, right? So I listen to you guys go back and forth and do your thing. And so I can only picture what it's like when you're like messing around and joking. Uh-huh. So now I get to see it. It's going oh. to be good times. It's not, you know, it's not as interactive. The last time there was a cat, it was yeah. like scratching at the door and then it interrupted. And I was like, oh, well, this is great. But we're just going to keep going and pretend like none of this is happening. Oh, no. You could definitely hear Lulu, though. Yeah. She's like scratching in the background. I think the nice thing about podcasts, though, is that so many people listen to podcasts and record them in different settings that people are used to that. Like, there's a podcast I listen to where the dude will be talking and then, like, pull back and yell at his wife or yell at his dog or something. And then just keep talking like nothing happened. I'm like, okay. I mean, that's I a, guess that's a flow. I, I'm happy we're not the only ones, I guess, then, because that was, sure. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Lulu made a guest appearance. There yeah. Yeah. One and only. And I think you're going to like this case in particular. Okay. Because the person that we're talking about is um, a comic book artist. Ooh, really? Yeah. Do I know this? Let's see. Well, anyways, I'm Courtney. And I'm Kat. And this is Wine, Wicked Crimes, and Cat Moms, oh my. Chris, aka Manly Love, Manly Love. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. Oh, Manly Love. <laughs> I love it. I mean, like an Al Green in there. Oh my <laughs> god, it's perfect. Go. It's perfect. I guess before we get started, I should probably dive into the to the wine. To be honest, we had a much better description going in <laughs> than we had when we got here. It's a super sweet wine. Based on the scale at the store, yeah. it's called Skirt Lifter, and it has an adorable mm-hmm. picture of uh, <laughs> Marilyn. I guess that would be like a redhead Marilyn. Yeah, would you call her? I want to say like uh, Wendy's version of Marilyn. A you skele- know, skeletal version for yeah. sure. She's got a little skater skirt action going on, a little white dress with a little. You know, I didn't notice until after the purchase. This is a table wine. I know we said we'd stay away from table wines, but I guess we were pretty suckered in by the picture and the description, which was only at the wine store and not on the actual bottle. So this is a Finger Lakes wine. Ooh, sorry. And um, hopefully it's a lot better than our previous track record. So, And if it went by the description in the store... 
Pre- it will have been mm-hmm. accurate. I was say, prepare those panties because we're about to get soaked. <laughs> Wait, that was written at the store, not yeah. on the bottle. See, I thought yeah. that was on the bottle. I'm like, okay, that's, Me kind of, that's a way to sell it. Nah. Me it too. It said something about a bra and then like... Your best fitting bra. Yeah, your best Not just fitting. any bra. Your best fitting one. And I mean, skirt lifter, panty dropper. I mean... I was sold by the picture. Yeah. I feel like a fucking sucker. (laughs) (laughs) Sold by a tag. I should have checked the bottle and made sure that it was right. That's okay. It'd be interesting. I know. But it is a New York wine. Oh, yes. And you're at a table. Yes. There you go. Very appropriate. Normally we sit at like the end of Lady Love's bed and then we have like a bunch of dictionaries or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It's mostly textbooks. It's mostly textbooks. That's all I had. It's amazing. That's what we used to level. (laughs) (laughs) It works. It works. Well, this week, Sophia's going to give us a little uh, story. Is that, hold on, I'm sorry. Is that purple? Is it yeah. coming out purple? You, I So I have a rainbow thing at home. Okay. I love rainbow stuff. I don't know why. I, I have like you. rainbow shears for work. I She got me a rainbow knife set for my kitchen. Okay. I have like rainbow random stuff. So we went shopping the one day and they had rainbow champagne glasses. They're nice. So we always use these for the podcast. Those are <laughs> awesome. Because they look fancy and TJ Maxx Home Goods is the tits. Oh. <laughs> it's awesome. Absolutely the tits. I think for like four of these it was like $12. Yeah. Oh. And it looks pretty with the wine. Mm-hmm. Like, depending on the wine, it makes the glass look different. Mm-hmm. Visually okay. appealing. Got you, yeah. You know, that's nice. That's nice. 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 Yeah, this one does look like grape Kool Aid in this glass. Yeah, let's hope it doesn't take like Kool Aid. <laughs> I hate grapes flavored stuff. Uh oh. Least favorite on like. It's on the bottom. Yeah. For got sure. You. Okay. Okay. Well, Sophia's about to paint you a picture. Picture it. Los Angeles, California, 2016. A mother is distraught. She hasn't heard from a daughter in days. The coppers are finally on their way to see if her gut feeling is right. Something is wrong. She can just feel it. (laughs) Police, open up. There's no response. They try to use a key to open the door, but it's locked from the inside. Maybe mom wasn't as crazy as they thought. They knock harder, this time breaking the door down. They see another locked door and rip that one off the hinges as well. There's blood everywhere and another locked door. A man inside is yelling, She's not here! And then he decides to barricade it. The fuck? (laughs) It takes some convincing, but the nutjob finally lets the boys inside. A woman is laying in her bed, head laying to one side, her face is mutilated, her skin pale as a ghost, and blood smeared all over the walls. The man is standing in the middle of the room, cool as a cucumber. She's dead. The man acts surprised and says, Science will have to tell you who did it. What the dun, fuck? Dun, dun. <laughs> what the fuck, love? You said this was a, a, a comic book I know. Artist? And I don't know anything about what I just heard. Yeah. This is interesting. It's so, pretty gruesome. This week we are discussing the case of Blake Libell, who by Google's definition is or was a comic book creator, graphic novelist, screenwriter, and fledgling animated film director originally from Toronto, Canada, and was convicted of murder. I say personally that he's a trust fund baby piece of trash. (laughs) Oh. No, he definitely should be castrated and have his wiener and tiny nuts hung on the top of Ayanna Cassia's (laughs) headstone, like mistletoe. All right. I, I mean, I don't doubt it. Did he do any like comic books that people would know? 
Um, have you ever heard of Spaceballs? Yeah. I heard yeah, of the so movie. There's like a <laughs> person that like helped with the creation of that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. The graphic novel that comes up in this story specifically is called Syndrome. I don't think I've heard of it. It's like a really gory sci-fi kind of thing. Okay. But I give you a description of that later. Okay. Mm. And then I'll have you guys look at the cover. It's pretty dope. Oh. And the woman that he murdered, oh gosh. she's from the Ukraine. So, like, the way I'm reading her name is Ayana Cassians. Okay. But I've heard people say her name as Yana, hmm. like Yana okay. Cashin or something like that. Okay. So, I'm probably getting this wrong, but I'm going to go with Ayana because it looks like that's, we'll that's go the with way it. I'm reading it. Yeah. It works. So, Blake Libel was born on May 8th, 1981. He's a Taurus. Mm-hmm. in Toronto, Canada, to two super rich parents, Lauren Libel and Eleanor Child Libel. Can I ask some real quick? Yeah. In terms of his sign, Taurus, right? Because mm-hmm. I noticed that you guys do that. You do say like what his sign <laughs> yeah. is. Right? Are you starting to see a pattern? Like Which signs are more like leaning towards being psychotic killers? Not really. I feel like we've generally They're had all a over pretty, the place. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just a general gauge because I'm thinking like, who do I know as a Taurus? Yeah. <laughs> check, check, check. Oh my God. One more thing. And Wait, that's love, it. you're not a Taurus. You no, know. no. Aquarius. Aquarius Pisces. Aquarius. I'm right oh, on the cusp. Oh, very nice. Okay. Yeah. I know a Libra. I know a Leo. Asshole. Scorpios. Assholes. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm a so-so. I'll give that to myself. Yeah. Socio? Uh, so-so. <laughs> Depends on the day. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Depends on my mood, really. Nice. No, I think I do know one Taurus. Who and is it? My one friend, Justin. He's like my white friend, Justin, because I have like oh. a plethora of <laughs> I was going to say. Friends. A rainbow of Justin. <laughs> yeah. He's the white one. Yeah, no, he's the white friend, Justin. He's cool. He's cool. a little douche, though, sometimes. Oh, hey, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> It's See, good. I I don't know that I know any Taurus, but uh, any Tauruses, but I feel like um, um, you said it was a March birthday, May, May. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely a douchey month. Yeah, don't like anybody in that <laughs> <No>. birthday month. <laughs> Automatically out. <laughs> Never <awesome>. mind. <laughs> All right, that does that for me. Yeah, I guess the astrological what is it horoscope sign yeah. yeah i feel like a lot of people are like especially via facebook they always show like the oh i send this them to my, yeah this is my for the day or yeah 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 okay. i feel like it's slightly accurate interesting i don't know it depends mine is a very eclectic uh Mm-hmm. I'm a cancer, so it's like either they're like, oh, they're so sensitive. And I'm like, bitch, I'm not sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah, I guess it depends. So, so yeah. this guy's a, tor- a Taurus. Yeah. yeah, he's a Taurus. So his dad, Lauren, who's also a huge dickbag, was a former Olympian sailboat racer mm. and later became a billionaire real estate developer. And in his heyday, he was the classic Hollywood playboy, cough, cough, kind of like Charlie Sheen-ish, but the Toronto hmm. version. Drinking tiger blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Drinking tiger blood, sniffing coke off, oh, strippers, man. assholes. I don't know. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> Seems like a pretty cushy life to me. The hey. Toronto version, so it's maple syrup, not coke. I know, it's maple syrup. <laughs> Brown sugar. <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I could see it. I could see like a Canadian mixing a little 
brown sugar in their Coke. Or like, <laughs> Make it nice and crystally. That's how like, you know it's a good shit. Well, maybe they sniff it through a maple leaf. Stop. They roll up maple leaves. <laughs> a maple leaf and that's what they use. Oh, man. <laughs> that is the best smelling that you've ever had. <laughs> I mean, sweet, a little, little sting at the end, you know? Oh, my God. Be nice. Uh, So his dad had Ferraris, a 300-acre estate in Toronto's most exclusive area, Uh and all kinds of scandals that he's known for. All kinds of scandals. Where was mom during these scandals? She just didn't give a fuck? Yeah. I feel like they were more – so they were both rich. She was doing her own thing? Yeah. I think that they were just together mainly for, like, the benefits of it. Almost like royalty kind of thing where people, you know, join together to whatever. I don't know. Sure. They're rich. I don't have those problems. I can't. Together, but separate. <laughs> yeah. Long, yeah, I was going to say, we were just at McDonald's debating, and I'm like, mm, just, I guess I can afford a small fry. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me log into my bank account. Let me check real quick. Oh, I did that this morning. Deb was like, do you want to order DoorDash? And I was like, let me check. I'm going to eat cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so, in 1976, he became the first Olympian from Canada to test positive for using illegal drugs. And is also known for being sued by sex workers for knowingly giving them STDs. Oh, whoa, geez. whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, so he's got some like good roots here. He's okay. like, uh, that's his dad. This is all. This his is his dad. dad yeah. And Eleanor, his mom, she came from a millionaire family that owned a plastic empire. It was called Eros Products, and it was established in 1957, known today as Politar Products Ltd. Okay. And it's a plastic sheeting company that was started by her father. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, at least, like... Plastics. Yeah. I don't I know. I thought maybe it meant, like, Barbie. Uh, no. Plastic. I don't... I, I don't know. I feel like that's more like toy companies. Barbie would be, like, a Tyco deal. I don't know why, when you said plastic, I immediately went to, like, Barbie. I was like plastic boobs. I don't, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know why. I just went to like Barbie. I, I've had a documentary that I've been eyeing on about Barbie. Maybe that's why it like, came to fruition. I don't know. I mean, that's your immediate thought when it comes to plastic. Like what you would use plastic for a Barbie doll. Plastic boobs. Plastic boob. Yeah. Silicone. Indestructible. Imagine that boob. <laughs> I bet you. Have you ever seen the lady that can like break a watermelon with her gigantic titty? I've yeah. Seen I don't want to. I don't want to be that girl. Oh, no. it's disgusting. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> it's amazing. It's disgusting. <laughs> like, you know. It's like the, the devil and the angel. I know. <laughs> it's amazing. It's disgusting. I think we have different understandings of like the boobs in the female community. And I am not fond of like the big. And it's like a. It's like Smashing. A, no, but. Ah, it's like. Well, man, it's got to be if it's a watermelon. She picks it up though like she like picks up her tit and then like throws her boob on top of the watermelon almost like she's like cracking a coconut or something exactly exactly why it's <laughs> you it looks like it hurts but i'm like impressed at the same time <laughs> oh god definitely looks like it hurts i'm not Oof. impressed i'm just disgusted Listen, when i was in high school i had this one friend that used to punch me in the tit all the time and yell Ooh. breast cancer i don't oh, know why no but <laughs> that is horrible but <laughs> punch in the tit it hurts oh i'm so sure for someone to be able to break a watermelon with their breastuses that's what i'm saying it's impressive all right <laughs> mm-hmm. 
America's Got Talent. I know. More than I'm willing to do with my boob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what type of watermelon it is. I don't care how sweet it is. She's like, grape? I don't even want that grape. Move it away from here. No. I'm no. good. I'm good. You I'll pass. You me to break this blueberry. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So... Sadly, Ellie had brought more than just money, though. Mm -hmm. She also brought a very long history of mental illness with her. Okay. So her mom was known for having, like, bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. So that probably does play a part in this because this shit's fucked up. Mm -hmm. So as you can imagine, with two rich-ass parents, he was a little cock, and he never really had to suffer any consequences for his actions. Blake also had an older brother named Cody, who also seemed like a little twat. They seem to be very close in age, and I can't find exactly like how old Cody is, but I think he's two years older than Blake. Okay. Lauren and Ellie had separated when the boys were young, but stayed legally married, and when they split, Cody went to live with his father, and Blake lived with his mother. The dynamic of the two brothers is literally ridiculous. Like, Cody's supposed to be the cool, athletic, famous, you know, playa, playa. Mm-hmm. And Blake was the nerdy younger brother that was just into weird shit like video games and comic books. So, okay. me, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Cody had an amateur hockey career going that looked promising for a bit, but it never actually went anywhere. And Lauren, their dad, most definitely favored Cody out of the two and gave him everything that he wanted. Like, he... um he had this, like, hockey coach because he was hoping to make it pro. And, mm-hmm. like, his dad had built the hockey coach a house for him to live on their property so that what? he could train his son. And I'm like, can I? maybe I should be a hockey coach. Right. I don't know. I'll fucking tell you. <laughs> Chase the puck. <laughs> Just go by the rich neighborhoods and be like, you want me to teach your kids anything? I'll teach them something. Build me a house. Just, I'll live in the guest house. Just something. <laughs> I guess house is probably much nicer than any guest house you've ever seen. I know. I'll take that job. Gladly. Yo, if if you have a house that has a guest house, that house, that guest house is already better than your normal house. Oh, yeah. Like Uh, our houses ain't touching that guest house. Oh, no. No. I was going to say. I've been seeing more like tiny homes and like garages remodeled and shit like that. I'm like. Oh, really? Yeah. Like people remodeling. the, The one thing I seen earlier was like somebody, a couple like would rent out their actual home and remodeled their garage into like a studio looking apartment where it was really nice they had like a small kitchen a three-quarter bathroom and then like a studio bedroom looking place and then they would make money off of renting their actual house to other people you do it do it right i was gonna say and legally i think that's good because like as long as a building that's behind your house or whatever is a certain size it can count as a garage so even if they turn it into a house yeah there's like a size thing i know that because like if you have a garage that's too big, they can actually like charge you more money because they can say it's like a no shit mm-hmm. a dwelling space, yeah, a, a place you can live too yeah. big, too big for somebody to to live in. I know <laughs> more money out of you. <laughs> exactly, that's what they do. What do you mean? Yeah. That's the government. Oh, that's I know you own this, but I'm gonna find a way for you to pay me Extra to own money. this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's about an inch bigger than it should be. Extra money. I know. Damn. Sorry, uh, you go into another tax bracket now. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. <laughs> so. Uh, where was I? He gave everything to Cody. And oh, he built a house. He built the house for the dude. Oh, yeah. So he built the house for the hockey coach. And that's just like one of the ways that he favored his son. But that also left Blake feeling like really left out. And his friends said that being seemingly unloved by his father really like tortured him inside. So, I mean, 
I guess that makes sense. I feel like boys mm-hmm. generally try to be like. You kind of want your your dad's uh, approval, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. you want him to look at you and be like, "All right, you're you're a good son." I guess. I mean, I not I, me and my dad have a really good relationship, but I don't think I've ever was at a point where I was just like, I have to have his approval. You know, mm-hmm. I want him to be proud of me. I mean, I want him to be proud of me, but not like I don't think it tortured me. Yeah. yeah. The way I'm picturing Lauren, though, is that he's just like a big old ball of like toxic masculinity. You know, he's out here fucking yeah. hoes and mm-hmm. sniffing. Like, this is how you be a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof, yeah. And Fun. His, yeah. Oh, and thanks. he favored the son that was like the athlete versus the more intellectual one. Like, it, I can t- totally see that. Yeah. yeah I guess I'm sense. thankful I never dealt with that. My yeah. dad was just a dad. He was a cool dad. That's awesome. No, yeah. see, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not this dad. I was going to say, like, a little dad story is not a good story. Oh, that sucks. Well, I can tell you that he knows how to sit on a porch and stare at people all day. Oh, yeah. That's what he's good at. Professional at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blake was constantly trying to win his dad's affections, even though he was actually scared of his father. And he felt like he needed to prove that he was worthy and not a mistake that Ellie should have swallowed. Oh, whoa. All right. <laughs> okay. One of my like good friends growing up, his mom was like funny as fuck. And the one day he said something to her and she was like, I should have swallowed you. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of like a thing I like to use here and there. That's great. No, that's good. <laughs> definitely, definitely an attention grabber. I mean. That's for sure. Whatever. <laughs> I decided to nickname him Balake Dweeble. Oh. Be Dweeble for short, though. Because okay. after a while, it got a lot to write, and I was like, well, we'll just, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Be dweeble. Mm-hmm. So he was very intelligent and eventually wanted to venture out into the world on his own. So when he started college, Be Dweeble and Be Dweeble, Cody, and a group of their friends had moved to LA and together. I fucked that whole thing up. Okay. So when he started college, Be Dweeble, Cody, a group of their friends, uh, had all moved to Kelly. La, la, fuck me. <laughs> That's a good table one. I know. <laughs> Wait, we haven't, we haven't tried, even it tried it yet. Oh, <laughs> you want to try it, Layla? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's actually not bad. It is sweet. It is. You oh. know what? I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it over the other table wines. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely good. It's not too sweet. But it's not too bitter. It's actually, it's actually not too grapey. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I guess not too grapey. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting old. I can't tolerate wines the way that I used to. Maybe I we guess should have switched it to whiskey and cat monster Meyer or something. <laughs> you know, I was talking to <laughs> and I was like, you Just know, X out the wine. I know. <laughs> Spray painted over it. <laughs> whiskey wines and cat moms on my. I mean. It. It's something to consider. Sounds nice. And I make a, a mixed drink out of whiskey oh. every spirits and wines. Cat moms, oh my! Uh, like <laughs> this is great. I was talking to. I was like, I don't know. You know, these wines are like really fucking me up. Even though it's only once a week, it's really like tearing me up. Like <laughs> it's killing me. So I'm like, you know, I don't know. It just might not be a good idea because it's kind of a name, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but what people really know if we're just drinking water I'm like oh, can't sell it this bet. it's good I'm, <laughs> fuck it's it. good. we'll just try to tolerate the wines I guess I mean you could start cutting yours if you want Some I know some people put, put like some water no, they what put, am I like, three year old <laughs> no some people put like ginger ale and stuff in it to like cut it no 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 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I tried you might as well pour water in it or seltzer 
Oh, God, it's also so disgusting. <laughs> uh, whatever. I'll just try and stomach the wine, I guess. Truly lemonade inside oh, the thing. But that's – see, I'd just rather have the truly then. What am I having lemonade with wine for, Lee? Love that's so disgusting. <laughs> I was <know>, trying. <laughs> Might as well cut it with water like a three-year-old. And I am not a three-year-old. I am an adult. I am a 28-year-old adult. I'll try and stomach my wine the way I want to. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. I'll let you guys know next week if this table wine was not as good as I expected. I <laughs> Halfway into the episode when we review it. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, let me retry this line for the sixth time. Got it, love. I know. Maybe it's because I'm not high right now. I feel I like told we you. normally smoke beforehand. Okay. Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> Red, Red leather, leather yellow, yellow leather. Mow, mow, mow. You have to, like, practice. I feel like I want to do that thing. You know that thing that you do? Yeah. 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 They, yeah, yeah like, <laughs> so, like, I can't do it, but they, like, flick your cheek and then it makes, yeah, like, a raindrop sound. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, wait, no. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> 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 it was something was going to happen. <laughs> we got to exercise our cheeks, you yeah. know? I'm, I'm so adamant about doing, like, exercises beforehand. You laugh, but I'm serious. Look, they would be helpful right now. You get the old spray, you know what I'm talking about? The, the ones the opera singers. So, yeah. We did it by those fancy perfume bottles. <laughs> I know. We could spruce them up, make mm-hmm. them something else. Some yeah. wine. Just spray some wine in the back of your I know. <laughs> some whiskey. Mm-hmm. You got the slate, love. Okay. Woo. When he started college, mm-hmm. B. Dweeble, Cody, and a group of their friends moved to Los Angeles, California together in 2004. Okay. But they still lived off of their parents' money. It must be nice. His <laughs> – this is ridiculous, okay? Oh, man. So do you want to guess how much money his parents had given him over a seven-year span to live in Los Angeles? Definitely over $100,000 in seven years. Yeah. In L.A.? hmm 500000 uh, $1.8 million what? in seven years. I was going to say, this bougie bitch right here, what kind of rent you got? You said he was a trust fund baby, though. Yeah, he definitely Homie is. Homie is like shitting money. Oh, oh, yeah. Shit. And they get whatever they want. Come on. Come on. Mom came from money. Dad's ba- Dad built a house for Homie's coach yeah. to live on the property. Uh, I just, I don't have words. But $1.8 million in like 2004, imagine what that would translate to now. Probably a lot more. Oh, for sure. What think. was this guy doing? What was, what was this? What well, the fuck was he doing in LA? I don't know. With one, 1. 1.8, 1. 1.8 million over seven years? Probably- you don't have a house. You don't have a... I mean, come on, bro. He was buying true religion jeans and... <laughs> drinking <laughs> True the, religion the jeans and all that coke you could... And all the coke you could think of. Oh, yeah. Oh, my it's God. Seven years, one point. I want one point eight million for the rest of my life. I feel like I could totally live off that. Then stretch it out, yeah. The very end. <laughs> yeah, because when you think about like what you live on right now, you're like, if I just kept living normal, yes, last for a while, so absolutely. I could pay off my credit cards and live not lavishly at all, and still live comfortably. Exactly, I, I could afford that a medium mcdonald's fry it feels like it's people that go overboard and just like buy houses and cars and everything immediately they just blow it so 1.8 million from 2004 today would be (gasps) 2.5 wow so that's somebody giving you 2.5 million to go live in la i could live on that for the rest of my entire life 
and probably still give some money to my kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to my girls. My fur babies. <laughs> what, well, what was he doing? Like, what was the explanation for this? They what were just doing all... during L.A. Like, was he trying to be an actor? He what, was in like, college. That's what... In college? Yeah, he was in college. He wasn't then... living in no stupid dorm with 1.8 million. I wonder if they did do that. Like, were they rooming and they just, like, lived in some fancy-ass L.A. apartment? Apartment? I'm thinking it's a house. It a has town to be a nice, big-ass house on the water or something. For sure. Something ridiculous. Maybe a bunch of rich-ass friends pitch in? I don't know. I mean... 1.8 is still, like, out of the question. Yeah, no, that's I mean, fucking I couldn't squeeze shit out of my parents, but... <laughs> oh, no. My no. parents used to send me to the store, and there's, like... You're five cents short. Where's my change? I'm the oldest of five. It was always those five kids. You ain't getting nothing. Yeah. There's five yeah. kids. You're not getting this. Can we get an intent? No, it's five kids. You ain't getting <laughs> We had to get our like all of our consoles from our uncle for Christmas. There's, there's like five kids. You ain't getting nothing. Can I get that Nikes? Nope. You're going to get the generic brand. Yep. There's five kids. You ain't getting nothing. There's nothin'. five of you guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, we grew up in the West Side. We were buying those fucking yeah. $5 slip-on shoes from the Arabian store. Mm-hmm. Rainbow shopping. <laughs> Three for five underwear. <laughs> made it work. That made it work. They were all spandexy. Oh, you know what? The spandex were always the best kind, though. They were very comfortable. And it held everything in. I know. <laughs> Except I did hate when they had those, like, fancy underwear. The ones You never bought always... the fancy underwear they laid love. That's where you made the mistake. They always put the seam right in the middle of the crotch. Yes. <laughs> and it rides up at the most inopportune time. That's what I'm telling you. You never go for the good for the good underwear it's the worst (laughs) you know you live and learn i guess you live and learn yeah now i don't do that now i just have a victoria's secret credit card (laughs) oh god now you get the fancy underwear oh yeah oh still not i do the seven for 30 or whatever (laughs) because you grow up knowing how to be thrifty man you just know how to be thrifty seven for 30 is pretty fucking expensive (laughs) for me (laughs) for sure especially when you come out of family of three or five Expensive. That's coercion. Oh, I was gonna say. That's why it always amazed me with my great grandma because she had like eight kids. I was like, "Damn, grandma, you ain't never seen your feet." <laughs> and that's your great grandma. So that's back then. Imagine yeah. trying to squeeze by on they were they're making back then. Oh, my grandma was a Vegas showgirl. She was oh, really? showing them titties. Yeah, oh. was she really? Yeah, she had a picture of herself. You interview her, bro. That'd be a good oh, story. She's dead to hear now. Her. I can't. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Granny. I was like, great-grandma, great-grandma. Oh, great-grandma. Oh, my God. Still, that shit would have been crazy stories, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She had these titties-ass pictures. She was all thin. <laughs> she had, like, the big feather in her Oh, hair. I love it. Nice. You should do a Vegas showgirl for Halloween when you're late, love. Oh, I should. Channel your inner grandma with your titties out. <laughs> I'll get, like, the, Ma- the Madonna cones, though. Yes. Like, pointing ones. Yes. Great granny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I have an idea for this year. Yeah. Saving it. We'll do it. Yes. So when they got to L.A., Mm -hmm. their stereotype kind of continued. Cody became a Hollywood bad boy, quote unquote, and he started a record label called C-Note Records. He didn't sign anybody now, did he? I (laughs) I didn't see that. Hmm. It said he started things. I didn't say he, like, prevailed. Was Um, successful. Yeah. (laughs) And he was dabbling in real estate developments like his dad. And at 23, he became the youngest person to own a Ferrari Enzo, which was worth $1.2 million. Damn! I know. I'm like, what the fuck? I have a Kia Optima with a tented <laughs> trunk. It Dang. was worth $1.2, and his parents gave him $1.8? No, that's just like 
the money that they had given him. They weren't taking any money from him, so they were like doing their own little businesses on the side to make money too. Huh. So they just like lived off their mom and dad and then pocketed their own money. Wow. But I mean, being a quote unquote owner of something doesn't always mean you actually own it. He was just making payments on a one point two million dollar vehicle. True. Still true, though unless he paid straight cash, but true, you're right. That how is, many that fucking is, how many people are making a payment on an on oh, a fucking no Enzo? Well, apparently I like the guy. name, but I can barely afford it. I, I don't even want to say it, Enzo. It costs too much. It, <laughs> it costs too much money right now when I'm just saying it. Checking your bank account's going lower every yeah, time. Yeah, I'm just going to say it one money. more time. Enzo, oh, God. Like, I, it hurts. I don't know. Like, you know. Yeah, I guess this was like one of only 20 of this specific car or something in the U.S. It was Come, ridiculous. We'd love. I just want to know, like, why? What's the purpose? I want to know how is what I want to know. <laughs> well, he had a billionaire daddy. He probably didn't Still even though. notice when one point two million dollars went missing. He probably didn't even drive it all the time either. Like uh, that was his not his everyday car either. No, oh no, no. He, you probably, pay one point two. They're just bragging because it was a one point two million dollar car. He probably just had a regular car too, like a Range Rover or something. That oh my god, yeah, Range Rover's still pretty good though. I'm not yeah, gonna no, lie. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I but would not that Enzo. He pulls up to brunch in a Chevy Spark. <laughs> <laughs> The bolt. Exactly. He's like, can I plug this in somewhere? <laughs> can I have somewhere to plug this in? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm picturing. You know, if he's not going to drive it as an everyday car, that would be my everyday car. Going oh, to yeah. work. I would live in that car for a while. No, but right? think of your insurance. You'd be like, I don't want to take that out all the time. That's, that's true. true. LA traffic is whoo. No thanks. Yeah, that's true, too. Mm. But B. Dweeble, however, he was on the opposite side of the spectrum. He and- had the bolt. Well, yeah. <laughs> he had the hoopty. He was like <laughs> chilling in his Honda. Oh, well, he was more of a know-it-all, mm-hmm. and one of the people that needs to be right like all the time. Okay, like irritating as fuck. Mm-hmm. Very smart, but irritating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was super into video games, horror, sci-fi, and comic books, and he was aspiring to become a well-known figure in the world of nerddom and entertainment. And because he had mommy's money, he was able to pitch his, like, fucked up horror fantasy sci-fi ideas to people that mattered in that business. Mm-hmm. Um, when he'd go to the pitch meetings, he'd bring a copy of the movie Faces of Death. Oh, have, God. Have you guys seen that? I've never seen it. it. But That's I know an old school thing. I remember back, back in the day death. when I was younger, that was that people talked about, oh, you got to watch it. And that would be something that, like, you'd get your older brother or sister to rent for you mm-hmm. when you had sleepovers with your friends. And it's legit videos of people dying in different things. Like, <gasps> yeah. it's Oh, nasty. I've heard it's of like, it. It's like, no thanks. You don't want to watch that shit. It's Isn't it up. like actual clips of people yeah, dying, yeah. too? Legit. And horrifically, this one dude fell off a subway platform just as it was coming and it got him in half and he just ah! stayed alive while it stayed there because it was holding everything in oh my god but they had to move the train yeah it's like when people get impaled yeah bro they have to leave you don't want to watch that shit it's yeah. so nasty bro. oh my it's so god nasty. that's so awful yeah when i had looked it up he brought this to pitch meetings though yeah and he would try to get people to watch it he's like oh this is such an amazing movie watch this watch this but um what? they I had Googled it because I was like, I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said that it was so graphic and violent and that it's banned from viewing in many countries mm-hmm. and that it came out in 1978. Yeah. Yeah. A collection sounds- of death scenes ranging from TV material to homemade Super 8 movies. Yeah, like snuff films. There's like snuff oh, stuff in there. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Who does that? I want to watch, watch it. it. I don't want to watch it, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. it was the fa- it's that fascination. Like, yeah. I want to see it. No, I don't. Never mind. Never mind. Somebody I has it. You're like, okay, no, it. I was just playing. I don't know that I want to, but put it on real quick. Yeah. Oh, just hit play and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to watch yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on. But don't tell me. <laughs> oh, I want to see. <laughs> I don't know. See, I could deal with like still images of fucked up stuff, like pictures. Yeah, yeah, I got but you. But I think like. Actual physical trauma fucks me up. Like, I used yeah, to watch Scarred when I was younger. <laughs> old Scarred. MTV. Scarred. The old MTV show where they would, like, show people fucking themselves. Oh, just, like, yeah, fucking breaking yeah. bones no through thanks. skin. Yeah. See, Ugh. stuff like that I couldn't see. But, like, something like this, I don't know. I feel like I would watch it. Ugh. This is way worse. They're actually dying. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know I feel like I, I would watch it. But it's fucking 1978. Do you know how old the film is that they're probably playing in it? It's probably not as bad as something that I would probably see right now. I think that's the first one because I know it was a series. So maybe each year it kept going. It was like no. more higher quality. Yeah, I think there's a series. I think there's more than one. Oh, God. The worst, the worst of Faces of Death, 1978. There's a Faces of Death 2018. Oh, good lord. Faces of Death 2, 1981. Yeah, Faces see. of Death 3, 1985. Yeah. Faces of Death 4, 1990. It's like Fast and the Furious. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Bit it's of crazier actual. And crazier. Yeah. You see, like, Ludacris in there? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you killing them? We're doing it for the family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Then there's traces of death, traces uh, of de- like that's yeah, a lot. Crazy. Oh, a lot okay. Well, he was apparently a huge fan of this whole everything. Okay, and he would try to get people to watch it regularly. It's so. not weird at all. No, no. <laughs> hey, man, I know I'm looking I'm trying for to a get a job. job. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen this dope ass movie? <laughs> You're gonna love it. Nah. You're gonna love it. Just give it. A, I know you're gonna watch the first clip. It's gonna be a little weird, but just give it to like the third one. It'll grow on you. <laughs> uh, by the end, you're dying to see the rest. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Pun intended. Uh. Okay. All of his friends say that he was one of those people with really great ideas, but he could never actually make those thoughts into a reality. Okay. He had the gift of gab, which was not surprising. Oh, God. People with the gift of gab are the worst. I feel like anybody that has money has the gift of gab. Like For sure. They're just able to convince you that they know. That they know they're all. important. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is all about the confidence. I remember when I was younger... I used to give my, because I was married at the time, so I had two different IDs, one with my maiden name and one with my new name. And me and my sister were going to the bars together. And I'm like, bitch, just act like me. And you right. get in there. And Confidence. it worked every time. Go to concerts and just walk toward the back straight like you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. You go by. Then Who's going to stop you? Or nothing. Yeah. See them, let them go. Yeah. Who's going to stop you? Exactly. Fake it till you make it. It works. It does work. So... He'd been described as a genius, but he was actually full of shit. And <laughs> Like most geniuses. Yeah. He just conned people into believing that he was smarter than he actually was. Mm-hmm. Eventually, someone kind of feeds into his garbage, and he ends up directing an indie movie that came out in 2008 or 2009 called Bald. Okay. And it's about well. a college kid that's going bald and wants to get plugs. So oh. him and his roommate try to raise money for the transplant by making like the old version of what an OnlyFans is now. And it was like some kind of like almost girls gone wild website. Okay. And then they, they earn the money that way. Everyone who worked on the movie with him said that he was an ass, but he was nice and fun and wanted to make people laugh. Okay. That's weird. Nice, fun, ass. Which one? I feel like 
You or can't have all guy, three. Yeah, is that the guy that just has a good time, but like sometimes he takes it too far, so he can be an asshole? Well, I think it, his problem was that he was a know-it-all, so like uh, he was constantly arguing a point. He was nice and everything, but he was always right. I got you. Okay. You know? The, I kind of want to watch a movie, but then I kind of don't. I mean... You're talking about Faces of Death or the other one? The Bald. No. Oh, Bald. He is listed as the director, Blake Libell, mm-hmm. writer also. Well, the movie only got a 2.4 out of 10 on IMDb and a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And there was literally zero critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes about the movie, mm-hmm. so I'm going to say it was trash. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there are any reviews on IMDb. Mm-mm. I looked. I was hoping to see like something, and there there was nothing. Oh so. yeah, I don't even know these actors. I've never even seen them on like some like extra credit, 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 credit thing. <laughs> and, you know, I can recognize the like the randomest actors. I know. Today at dinner, we were talking about um, figure skating. Deb's like, "Who's that Asian person?" And then she just comes out of nowhere with the name, and I was like, "How the <laughs> fuck do you know that?" That was an Olympic skate figure person too. Yeah. Not even an actor. No. Useless information all up here. <laughs> Don't know why, but it's just clouding in there, waiting for moments like dinner today. Sandra Choi, that's what it was. Yeah, Sandra Choi. <laughs> Lady loves and just as randomly as that was is when it came, mm-hmm. and I was still right. <laughs> I don't know how. That's awesome. <laughs> it's true though. If it's ever anything to do with a movie or an actor or something, she probably knows what. It is. But all of these people, nobody's. Yeah. No. So you can imagine how great this movie was. That super D movie. That's funny. The the one episode you did about what's his name from uh, Dog Day Afternoon. Oh yeah, Al Pacino. Talking, yeah, immediately the I was I, as I was listening, I went, oh, you. I hope you've seen. And she was going, hey, have you seen it? At the same time we said it, but I said it out loud. So yeah, I knew you were a movie person. Oh cool. yeah. Oh, I love She's it. She's all about the movies. <sighs> So good to my soul. I don't know. I watch like three or four movies a day. I think I watched like three movies the other day because I had time. I watched that movie that I told you should watch. Uh, I care a lot on Netflix. What else did I end up watching later that afternoon? Always Be My Maybe. I think on Netflix it was also funny. Was it? Yeah, it was cute. And I love stand-up. I fucking love oh, stand-up. Yeah, it too. makes me, oh, me too. Anything like stand-up related, I'll, I'll try it. I'll know in the first five minutes if I like it or not. So I can fucking chuck it after that or keep it. Yeah. <laughs> I've come to realize when it comes to stand-up comedy, I generally only like male stand-up comics. Really? Okay. Unless they're lesbian women. Really? I Stop. think lesbians are way funnier than straight chicks. Did you watch the Sally Wong girl? I don't think so. Give her a try. Oh. Give her a try, Lady Love. She's Asian. You'll appreciate it. She's uh, Asian. I think because I'm Asian. Listen, I'm don't bored. be racist against other Asian <laughs> people because you're Asian. <laughs> Listen, I just found out. I have been bamboozled in the worst way did you know i found out that i'm marrying a fucking whitewashed asian yeah. he won't even fucking make a ri- like he won't even make fried rice in a wok i should have known by that alone that i was being fucking bamboozled You're now so- look at me i'm ashamed so don't be racist against other asian people lady just, love lady don't love, do it you should have known that he was a whitewashed asian my cousin is the one who suggested you bring a present to his mother not him well t- to be fair there's a difference in culture the fucking Laos and Vietnamese thing. That's basically but still, the this motherfucker is whitewashed, lady love. What am I doing with a brown person <laughs> who is even whiter than I am? Like, what am I good for? Cauliflower ear, lady love. I mean... Cauliflower ear. I get it. What I little Asian it. you see with cauliflower ear besides... I mean, I guess not many, but does it really count if he can't make me fried rice in a wok? <laughs> I don't think it counts. 
I don't know. I'm still trying to get over some things in my relationship. <laughs> you know, it is brand new. And uh, I love him very much. I love you, babe. But it's just like, you know, some of these small things that just make me wonder. <laughs> And then you're being racist against your own people. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> what do you mean? That's it's the like the whole thing. That's like the whole thing with you people. That's like the most Asian trait ever is to be racist against other Asians. I mean, I guess so. But like, damn, bro. <laughs> like if someone would call you a Mexican lady love. Oh, don't even feel? go there. He yeah. fucking. Oh, God. I told you how he kept asking me if I knew how to make Mexican dishes. And I'm like, why do you keep fucking asking me this? <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm not Mexican, right? Oh, I know you're not Mexican. Then why do you keep asking me if I know how to make enchiladas? I don't know how to fucking make enchiladas. I know how to make panit. Like, I don't know. Like, is it different? Yes, it's different. Everything is different. I don't know, Layla. Oh, it just God. surprised me. Don't, don't be that way. Are you Filipino? Oh, God. Don't even throw him that way. <laughs> it's just, oh, that's just another argument waiting to happen. Layla, don't be racist against your own people. Okay? Just, you know, don't do that. It's hard. It's hard for me. I feel like I like really raunchy comedy. Mm-hmm. As so give so give Ali Wong a try. You don't like the straight people, but she's a straight. You see it from her stand up. She's the straightest straight can be. Okay. Okay. We'll give, try. give it a try. You know, don't don't knock the female the comics yet. I don't. I like female comics. Well, you just said you like lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's this one, I don't even know her name, but she used to be on the Chelsea Lately show all the time, and she had, like, curly hair. The big one? Yeah, that the bitch she's is like Southern? Yeah. She is funny. Hilarious. She's not the only one, though. I know. Come on, Lay Love. Give the love evenly. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. I'll give an attempt. I okay. can't promise anything. Though. Okay. She's straight and Asian. Two for you. <laughs> <laughs> so just give it a try, and then let me know what you think, please. Okay. I'll okay. try. I'll attempt. God, that made me sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> so... B. Dweeble ended up also getting a job as a storyboard supervisor and creative consultant on Spaceballs, the animated series, working for Mel Brooks. Oh. After this, he became more of like a Hollywood douche, and he started calling people by pet names, one of which was Angel. So he used to just call everybody Angel. Hey, Angel, how are you doing? Oh, Angel, can you give me some water? Hmm. Angel. That's condescending, uh-huh. right? Like when guys yeah. are talking to girls like that. Mm-hmm. If that's not your woman to, to talking like in a loving way, to use pet names and things like that's really condescending, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's yeah. super no douchey. Thanks. It's like being called toots. I know. Oh, I love calling men toots. Wait, do, wait is that still used, toots? Yeah. That's old, man. I've been that's called like toots in the hospital before. Really? Yep. By older, like older, older men? Not super older either. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Mm-hmm. But you still hear it. And I'm just like, oh, okay, sweetheart. I know. Thanks, honey buns. <laughs> doll. See you in twelve hours. No. Great boo boo kitty fuck on. <laughs> I can't believe there was a Spaceballs uh, animated series. Yeah, that's what he worked on. Okay. And typically, a lot of comic book artists would do that when they work in film and TV yeah? as storyboards because it's like comic book artists, you know, drawing oh. the, the, the uh, what do you call it, panels. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense, though. So he went to a lot of Comic Cons mm-hmm. and he was known as like the cool guy with all the weed and snacks. Check him out. I know. I was like, so. That's the guy with all the edibles. I know. I was going to say, so this is me. <laughs> Just saying. I don't hate on anyone that has a bunch of weed and snacks. No. I'm here for it. That's why you're a popular one. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But I have a feeling that's the only reason why this guy was popular. Yeah, it wasn't his face as a death movie. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't that that helped with with all the pitches. It wasn't his face in general because he really wasn't cute. 
There was a reason Cody was the popular guy. <laughs> oh, it makes me wonder what he looks like now. We can give it a goof. Was it was he it the goof. ugly duck of the family? Oh yeah, he was like he really? reminded me of like Screech from Saved by the Bell. Oh no, yeah. really? Like he had like curly hair and yeah, he's just yeah. poor guy. Yeah, he's definitely not the one getting arrested for fucking fucking bitches and spreading STDs. <laughs> I'm just Ew. saying that. So in 2006, Balake Dweeble mm-hmm. met a Hollywood party girl and model named Amanda Braun. And she really knows how to pick him. Because before meeting Blake, she had dated a guy named Andrew Alchek, mm-hmm. who was sent to Oh, prison. God. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I oh, was yeah. just offended across the table well, that's by his... the picture of this man. Those it are was his just... prison photos, though. So maybe look at, like, oh. yeah, that's earlier. Oh, that's a lot better. But he's still creepy looking. Exactly. Assaulting to the eyes. Like, <laughs> look at him. Oh, eyes, my God. Man. He Those looks crazy. crazy. I could see him on an episode of, like, Criminal Minds or something. It's right, like, now, this is him when he wasn't arrested. Oh, he's so creepy. He kind of looks like creep- Bill Gates. You know, he kind of looks kind of looks like his Bob Saget. Yeah, yeah, he like does. a young Bob Saget. Yeah, pre Full House days. Yeah, pervier days. But he does. He's got the kind of like the classic nerdy look. Yeah, yeah he know? does. He was the geeky kid in school. Oh yeah, black rim glasses. Mm. You know, curly hair, creepy smile. Ah. <laughs> hey, he might have been popular when I was going to high school because for some reason that was like the look. Do you remember that? the curly hair with the dark glasses? Yeah. I tried to get a pair of the dark glasses, it never worked for me. Uh, all the- but like being swept to the side, very emo y. Oh, look at oh, me, yeah. I have feelings. Yeah. I love you, I feel for you. <laughs> oh, that was me, Lady Love. That was me all the way. I love you, I feel for you, Lady Love. I can't see you oh, feeling no, a fucking thing. Oh, I was going to say, you were just racist a minute ago. <laughs> I can't see you feeling anything. I'm oh, no, sorry. No, no, I was like the more the emo side bang. Oh, okay, the side bang. Yeah, the long black bang, uh, the fishnet stockings, the look at me, know, eyeliner. Trip stuff. Pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All of it. All of it. Burn the burn the eyeliner, literally get like a darker, a darker, thicker line on your <laughs> eye. Oh, yeah. All about the choker. Oh, I love it. Gloves. I did the whole nine. You I know? love it. I love it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't even know where we were. So. <laughs> The chick Amanda Braun, before she dated Blake, mm-hmm. she dated a guy named Andrew Elchek, who was sent to prison for running some kind of, like, white-collared scam. Okay. And he was actually killed in prison. Oh, okay. Yeah. He'd been, like, a head, hedge fund manager before, and, uh, yeah, he just ended up dying because he was You know, maybe douche. a couple of accounts went bad. He probably stole from someone's grandma, and oh, they were I'm like, saying. you gonna steal from that man, a bitch? Shift. <laughs> <laughs> Done. No more out of you. Gone. So he couldn't have been that great of a person. No. So he's clearly not associated with the right people here. Well, that was the problem as to why she got with Blake. Because due to his issues with everything, she mm. decided that giving a nerd a try would be mm. a good decision because she thought... Did she be- see the pictures? <laughs> I mean, I've seen the pictures and I was like... <laughs> what was that first date like? Let's watch Faces of Death. I know. <laughs> Faces of Death and chill. Hey, yeah. girl. Do you like movies? <laughs> I got a movie for you. Oh, God. And I was like, what is this? Uh, Can I I show uh, you my button collection? Oh, God. (laughs) Like, imagine that for a state. I I don't know. 
I mean, she was probably a weird girl then. You she know what? I'm going to say model. she was a weirdo. No. Well, what you, so what, Lady Love? Lady, freaking models can't be weirdos? But she was like a hot model. Uh, so what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know hot people were excluded out of weird category. But They're in the normal. Hollywood world, I feel like... In the Hollywood world, I feel like hot models... Lady like, Love. Lady Love. Girl, lady Love. Lady Love. In the hot... In the hot... In the Hollywood world, you would think that they're a little bit more normal. <laughs> really? No, I Is meant- this what you would... No, no, no. It's what you said, though. <laughs> I, do you really think she would be normal? Hollywood, number one, weirdos. Orgies, orgies, fucking, I don't know, furries. You know, drugs, the people that have yeah. sex... Oh, drugs? How did I not even get there? <laughs> I was going to get there, but, like, imagine that. I don't think she's much of a... Uh, I think she's a little bit of a weirdo. I guess I just imagine like her being surrounded by people at all times. So I don't picture her as like an introverted, weird person. I guess so. But also introverted people can be in like that space of like not in inopportune time, but like being in that space at that time where they just kind of fall into the trouble. It could be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you're just kind of you're just kind of there. Yeah. And since you're just kind of there all the time. You know, what are you, fucking bump on a pickle? You're not harmful to anybody. You're not too lively. You're not too low. So you just kind of get mixed in. Shoulder to cry on is a dick to ride on. Oh, see? That's what I'm saying. I guess I can see it. I can see it. And and he feels safe. He's not as crazy because he's a nerd, so now he's safe. Exactly. Because he doesn't think he'll do anything. Exactly. Except. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the ultimate crime. I know. Oh, believe me. Once you find out what he did, oh god, it's it's intense. It's intense. I don't want to know what he did. So, even though he was kind of weird, they seemed to balance each other out. Mm-hmm. Him being more of a homebody and her a social butterfly. Okay. And in 2011, they decided to get married. Basically, immediate, immediately after they got married, Amanda was pregnant with their first kid, which was a boy. Okay. So, wait, she was a model? Yeah. Did she have money already? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, because he's got that money, and he's come, yeah. he comes from money, so it's like, get uh, pregnant quick, huh? Yeah. That was fast. That was no. good. Oh, that's a good She's catch. got her own money. She was like a okay. successful model. Okay. And even with all the good stuff, Balake was a mess, because mm. during all of this whole like change and everything, his mother, Ellie, she was dying of brain cancer, and... He was very close to his mom. Like, she was pretty much the only person that he felt accepted him for who he was. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of fucked him up. And because he does as man babies do, he was taking out all of his emotional pains on the people around him. Okay. And he was very verbally and emotionally abusive to not only his wife, but towards anyone that was around him. Including his new baby? Oh, yeah. This dude doesn't give a fuck. Okay. Like, he's... That's sad. But it makes sense. Elitist assholes, they generally take whatever out on everybody around them. I mean, even your new baby and your new wife. I mean, don't you think your new baby would give you a new baby, new life? I mean, did he want it? Like, was that something like he he found out she's pregnant and was happy? Or was he like, ugh? Well, I feel like he's just a piece of shit dad as a whole. Because, Mm. like, the reason that he ends up killing the person that he does is because they have a baby together and he was jealous of all the attention that she was giving the baby. Oh, one of them guys. Yeah, so this is like, he's kind of a douche. He's a big douche. Kind of a douche? A lot of a douche. Okay, thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Like, it's pretty bad. It's really bad. Okay, great. He gives zero fucks. But, yeah. So, 
he would try to make up for like everything by insincerely apologizing mm-hmm. and everything that he said was just bullshit. So he would just do it again. And I mean, it kind of sounds like someone, <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> only a little bit, <laughs> but you know, using the stress of his mom's health as an excuse worked for him for so long that people started to kind of realize that he was an abusive asshole. Mm-hmm. And on June 4th, 2011, Ellie succumbs to her fight with lung and brain cancer, and she passes mm-hmm. away at the age of 61. Dang. Oh, that's young. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Which you would think with all that money, you'd be able to like... No, they love... Listen, <clears throat> disease waits for nobody. It does not matter how much money you have. Yep. If your disease is there and it's advanced, mm-hmm. it can take you out and it could take you over. It doesn't matter how much money you have. I guess it just amazes me that people with money wait so long to figure out what's wrong with them. Truly, though, <clears throat> when you think about it, some things don't have uh, symptoms until the end. Really? Pancreatic well, cancer. Fast, yeah. yeah, pancreatic cancer is a perfect example of one of them. By the time that you find pancreatic cancer, it's so subtle when it comes on that you really don't feel the symptoms. You can feel some mild symptoms that you would probably just think that you would be able to shake off at home, but then when you're fucking turning yellow or something Ugh. extreme like that, then you go to the hospital and then they're like, oh my God, you're at stage three or stage four. You know that's way too late. Yeah, but there's symptoms back. before then, probably super mild. I guess it just amazes me because <laughs> cancer is so painful that you would think that you would feel pain. Mm. Not always, not until it metastasizes to the bones. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. God, yeah. this is worse than chlamydia. They love <laughs> but at least chlamydia you can cure i know but it's still known as the silent one yeah exactly Mm -hmm. cancer is just one of those things like you can either be like lucky like with breast cancer breast cancer is one of those that uh they say that the men catch earlier than the women because really? I've yeah, because your men love your boobs and they'll always go and chase after you and touch your boobs. And guess what? If something feels weird about them, gonna your man's going to be the first one to what, know. What is this? this yeah, this babe, has this this lump hasn't always been here. Boom, your babe found your breast cancer. But you have something mild like pancreatic, maybe some upset, maybe some discomfort, but not feeling well. Who's going to the doctor because they don't feel okay? Yeah. I guess that's true. You know? We just had a guy that I work with. You met him at Christmas. He fucking had a seizure at work the one day, and they ended up taking him to the hospital. He had a fucking brain tumor. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's yeah. crazy. Well, it was cancer, but luckily the tumor, like, everything was, like, localized yeah. at the tumor, so they could remove it. And he just had to do radiation, but he was only 27, I think. Imagine that, love. That's crazy. No, that is crazy. This shit can run rampant in your body and you have no idea. You just don't know. It's just one of those things. That's shitty. Mm-hmm. Man, they come up with all these cool ideas like the grabber and they can't figure out how to fucking <laughs> detect cancer early. <laughs> Listen, medicine is one of those things. Yeah. And I always believe that they still have like a fucking cure for cancer or something. But like, oh, God, I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but I mean to go off on a tangent. I'm a nurse and I don't take medications. I don't encourage unless you absolutely need them. I did put my fiance in a bowel regimen, but only because he needs it. <laughs> you Eat know what I mean? Fruit, motherfucker. <laughs> Take your stool softener at night. Just listen to me. <laughs> Whatever. I'll remind you later. <laughs> you know, but it's like stuff like that. Like, I, I don't push pills or anything like that, but like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, well, I was picturing more of like a scanner, like in Men in Black. Oh, Lady Love, it's not like that. Oh, my God. I wish it was like that. 
I mean, they're getting to a point now, though, like where they can do genetic things, where they can scan your genetics, like your DNA, yeah. and be able to tell what you're pre you're predisposed to. Imagine like how birth. many millions of dollars you have to have at dispose for that, though. Exactly. That's, that they fucking milk you for everything that you at have. The ER. This thing's gonna be. <laughs> you go into the emergency. I went to immediate care for a UTI. They had to give me an antibiotic that I knew I had. I was like, you don't think I fucking know I have a UTI? I'm a fucking nurse. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Believe in my skill. No, ma'am. We, we still wouldn't be able to prescribe anything without a urine. $60 later. <laughs> 60 Not on top of the fucking 10 that I had to pay for the copay for the antibiotic. I mean, thank God I could drink on it. But still, I, I don't know. I just feel unwell about the whole situation. I was not happy about it. I don't like it. I don't like that it co- is so expensive to be sick. Well, that's why people don't Play love. That's why exactly. That's why people are fucking dying and then they don't even know it. Well, I was saying she's got millions of dollars, so I would think she'd at least get a yearly checkup. No, no, no. There's no yearly. <laughs> there's no yearly checkup. And besides, for like a brain tumor, imagine if her symptoms didn't come on until she felt confused. All of a sudden, she's 61 years old. All of a sudden, she's confused. Oh shit, mom, why are you confused? Alzheimer's kicking in now. Yeah, no. I go to the true. hospital. Boom, tumor dying. I guess that's true. I think if I was rich, I'd be like, can I pay Would you make this? MRI? <laughs> just like, I have, excuse me, doctor, I have millions of dollars. Will you do a full workup on me without any reason whatsoever? Yeah. Um, ma'am, I have millions of dollars. Doctor, please. I mean, if you can, Full workup. <laughs> if you pay for it, they'll give you anything. That's true. I can't pay for anything and they still fucking send me for tests I don't need. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's the reasoning that you could use behind it. Just saying. So, B. Dweeble was distraught and so emotional that he couldn't bring himself to attend his mom's funeral. Mm. I think he's just being a little bitch. Oh, oh. my love, that's just sad, though. You, you know, you can't go to your own mom's funeral, bro. My love, but like, okay. it's not like you got to go kiss her forehead. Just I know, it. but like, okay. So he loved his mother. Mm-hmm. He didn't expect his mother to die. If she Boom, had- she's dying all of a sudden out of a fucking brain tumor. It's not easy to accept that. I think he knew. It was like she what was like fighting cancer for a while. So it's not like he didn't know she was going to die. I mean, how long was, was she? How long does she have I don't know how for? long, but oh, it was a love- decent oh, amount of time. Oh, come on. What? Leave the guy be. It was hard to accept. He's a murderer. He can <laughs> I was going to say, she's not going to say this when she hears what he did. <laughs> I know. She's going to be like, he's a punk. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that little pussy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to, I don't know. I'm trying to take a different aspect of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard. It's sad. Fuck that guy. I get not wanting to go and see them die, like hospice and stuff. I'm like, mm, I don't think I can do that. But like the funeral itself, you're, you know, it's just the closure. Okay. You can do it. You don't got to go up to the casket. You can stand in the corner with fucking Aunt Tina. and like, <laughs> I'm sorry, mijo. Yeah. <laughs> and then just, oh, thank you, Aunt Tina, that I haven't seen since I was born. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but like, don't you think that is much more sadder? I, I don't know. I think he's just a little bit. Oh, damn. <laughs> I mean, all right. Let's hear what else the little bitch did. <laughs> so... I think the reason that he didn't go is because of the drama that he was having between him and his dad, really. What and kind of Cody, but mostly him and his dad. So with Ellie's passing, she uh-huh. was supposed to give most of her wealth to Blake. Okay. But somehow, 
And it's believed that her will was changed last minute. Okay. Most of her money ended up going to her estranged husband, Lorne. Hmm. Blake's dad. And this motherfucker was a billionaire. I mean, I feel like if at the end you're not going to leave him with anything, that's like a stick it to you moment. Yeah, which she Fuck you. Done. They weren't together. They hadn't been together in years. But like, maybe that was her boo. No, they didn't even talk. After they split up, she didn't even talk to her other son. Oh. Yeah, it was like Cody and the dad and then Blake and the mom. And that's it. Maybe she was annoyed by that. Maybe she's like, I didn't want any of the kids. And now that's why she didn't leave it for him either. I know. She's like, she's like fuck, fuck you. Everything. I didn't like you. Well, he's Watch so- this. I'm going to give it to your dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Ow. I know. Right? That would suck. I know, he, I know she didn't like my dad either, but she left it to dad. <laughs> I mean, he can't really complain, though, because he still got $5.5 million oh, from his mom. So, I mean... Homie's living lavish. That's all I'm like. No matter what. He can definitely... In 2004. Yeah. I know. He can afford that fucking super gas. And he already had it. the Enzo. <laughs> no, that was the brother. That was. Oh, that, okay. Sorry. But sorry that was 5. the brother. But 5.5 now. He could buy an Enzo. He's yeah. Good. He ain't hurting. Straight cash. No, he's definitely not hurting. I mean, uh, I don't know. I feel like that was a fuck you moment for her. Mm. Definitely. But Why? Yeah, because it was supposed to be like her only son that she actually cared about. <laughs> but I feel like at its core, this is probably just a plethora of just fucked up people. It is. You know? Wouldn't it be horrible if she just forgot to change it? It could be. <laughs> it was just that. <laughs> she just forgot. I was thinking about that the one day, though. Really? Cause, yeah, because like I was married before. And the one day I was thinking about my 401k. And I'm like, do I still have this asshole as my... Like you can't remember, right? Like, no, what if you just really? forgot? Yeah. Some days I think about it, but then I think I put my sister on. Like she Are never thought sure? about like the will. Like I should change that. Like, <laughs> you know? I've been meaning to go see Tony. I know. <laughs> and change this will, but damn it, I just haven't had the time between tea and fucking manicures. I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Something. Well. Ah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Be Dweeble. He was pissed. So he actually—I bet he was. <laughs> he tried to sue his dad to have like the will changed so that he would get everything. Okay, but that judge told him to fuck off. He was like, "Whatever, you still got money. Fuck off." Okay, so everything stayed the same. I, not that this matters, but was he a Canadian judge? <laughs> I mean, it means nothing to me. I just want to know. I I'm just know. curious. He just wants to know if he was like "fuck off" or "fuck off," eh? <laughs> Yeah, that's specifically what I'm looking for. But it's not a personal thing. I was just, it was just out of curiosity. Uh, I would I would think that he's a Canadian judge because his parents lived in Canada, yeah, right? Mm. Probably ruled up there. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like it would. I would be on the side of the judge. Like you got five point five. Really? Yeah. Really, like you're, you're doing this right now. You're what twenty? But 5. exactly. 5. That's the thing. He's twenty. Dad is what sixty five seventy. How much does dad have? Yeah, but... And he's probably thinking, fuck dad. I could probably take his shares and my brother's shares and be good for the rest of my life. So, yes, mm-hmm. I do want to yeah, fight. Yeah. Fuck dad and fuck everybody else. I want my mama's money. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's you know what I mean? Basically, what he did say was that, like, she didn't even talk to them, so what the fuck? Exactly. Ah, uh, see, that's different. I don't know. And if I was close to you, bitch, what was I close to you for all those years for? <laughs> 
<laughs> You're only well, close to your family for the. What was I taking die? you for tea and croquettes for? If you weren't even going to put me on your will, mom, what is this good for? I what swear. was I doing all these years? <laughs> you know, I, I would be, I would be mad too. I'm just throwing that out there. I splurged for the puffs. <laughs> I, exactly, exactly. And this bitch won't even put me in her will. Oh man! Tell me, he's got five point five million. I don't, but he's only twenty, lady love. Like, imagine you in your twenties. How much money when, would you not blow? When did I say he was born again? This right? is exactly five point five million in the fucking garbage. Like, I want mom's billions of billions of dollars for the rest of her life. What is she giving us a dad for? He was a fucking scumbag. Oh no, he was thirty at this point. Sorry. Oh, all right. 20, oh, we should have had him more together. But so I would, I would like more money. <laughs> <laughs> I guess personally, I just would like more money. No, I, yeah. everybody would like more money. Oh. But I mean, if I got five point five mil, I'm not gonna be like this cheap bitch. Like, <laughs> true. <laughs> you but he's whore. rich. He's rich too. For him, that's just like nothing. I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, that's, just, that's yeah. true. That's like, like how ca- how dare you, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that was his point. Is like his dad's a billionaire, so he didn't need the money. But his dad had no soul. He was just like, whatever. I was going to say, how fucked up is that? I was like, no. Fuck, <laughs> fuck you, off, bitch. You know what, though? As a father, though, wouldn't you just be like, fuck you, kid. Work for it. Tough titty. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do now? I gave you $1.8 million. To and you fucking blew through it. Mm-hmm. So fuck you. Oh, man. If I was a parent, I'd pre- probably stick it to my kid like that. Yeah. And we talked about kids earlier. Pre- stick it to him. <laughs> fuck you, kid. Fuck that kid. <laughs> But I'm your kid, mom. I know you are, but you still have to learn the hard way. I did, and look at me. Yeah. I'm an outstanding citizen. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't learn anything. Oh, God. Clearly. Mm. Blake, of course, blamed his dad for changing the will. Okay. And he didn't think that it was fair that his dad got anything because, obviously, him and his mother didn't even speak. Mm-hmm. So this whole situation drew a really big wedge between B. Dweeble, his father, and his brother. And him and his dad weren't even speaking after this. But him and Cody kind of still talked, but it was definitely more of a strained relationship at this point. Mm-hmm. But the brother didn't have anything to do with it. He's just being a jackass in the corner with his fucking Enzo. Like, yeah. There's still weird resentment happening, though. I know. Yeah. He, he's the one that's gifted in sports, they love. He's gifted in sports and C-note records. Yeah. And hanging out with the billion-dollar dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's got the dad's approval. He had the fucking coach on the grounds. Come on, Lee Love. You know how he much- fucking hates Cody. Fuck Cody. I know that dude had to be such a douche, though. Yeah. Like to be raised by the dad who was sued for giving prostitutes STDs, like as if they don't already Knowingly. have that hazard enough in their daily lives. <laughs> right? Exactly. That I think that's why I was shocked. I was like, I didn't even know this was a territory we could move into. <laughs> I felt like that was just you know caution at your own risk. You know, I don't know, but it, I guess it's Canada. Canardia has a lot of fucking. Crazy shit happening. I didn't know that it was like this there. Yeah, I just thought they came down here to the Galleria Mall and like bothered <laughs> us. I didn't know that. Well, they Canada. strictly come down here to save money, they love. That's it. That's why you see all the fucking old shoes dumped in the fucking garbage cans. They have to fucking layer that shit up before they go back. <laughs> come on. I guess that can't pay taxes sense. on that. That's really why they do it. I'm, I would if I was a Canardian. Well, thank God you're an American. And you don't have to do that, late love. No. <laughs> you don't have to drive endless of hours away for your Nike shoes. No, you can I do just not. go to the gallery and buy them. Although Toronto is pretty dope, gotta say. Haven't been there. Oh, you should leave love. I hear it's like a cleaner New York City. I don't mind New York City. Mm. I would yeah, say I've it's, heard that. it's definitely. I like cleaner. Montreal better. 
I'm Montreal's not... legit like New York City. It feels like the city. Yeah. And it also feels like Europe. Ooh. It's crazy. Yeah. It legit feels like what Europe. What are the fonts? Yeah, and it's all French. So you oh. feel like you're in a different country. I mean, you are in a different country, but you feel like you're in a European country. That's awesome. That's fancy. I know that Canada's a different country, but I don't really think of it as so. Nah, but when you go to Montreal, you are. It's completely different. I wonder if they're like, they're all super nice. Are they? Yeah, because they'll speak to you in French first. And if you're just like, start speaking English, they'll switch right over and start talking English. But all the signs are French. Nothing like French and then some English. It's all French. Really? So learn learn numbers in French. So you Kilograms? Know how to read them. Uh, probably. Yeah, metric system. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I tell you about the time my sister got pulled over in Canada because she was going like a hundred miles an hour because <laughs> <laughs> it said like a hundred kilometers. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, that happened. Okay, so <laughs> Pete Weevil's already shitty demeanor mm-hmm. became even shittier. And this made him lose what little people he did have still in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, he only had one friend left that he'd been close with since childhood named Jeremy Tenzer. And Jeremy knew Dweeble from Canada, but he also had been one of the people that like moved with him to L.A. when right. they did their whole group thing. And he was an entry-level worker in like the Hollywood scene as an assistant to an agent at Willem Morris. Mm-hmm. And because of this, Jerbear met many celebrities, and he was able to get B. Dweeble in touch with Wilmer Valderrama, Ooh. a.k.a. Fez. Fez. Yeah. That 70s show. Well, Fez was able to get some of Blake's graphic novels and comics published. No this shit. This is weird, this connection, though, right? Yeah. Knowing that Fez like knew this dude and rubbed elbows with him. I mean, Ew. Fez also dated Lindsay Lohan. Oh, that's right. Okay, so he's, like, so he's already part of that crazy. Yeah, crowd. I was gonna say he's. Uh, have you seen her lately? She looks like my grandma. Burned really? off her freckles. Oh. Super aged looking. Yeah. Wait, you say she burned them off? Yeah, you can burn off your freckles. She Why? did. Yeah, she did a thing where she like burned off her freckles. She doesn't have as many freckles as she did when she was a kid. That's weird. Or not for someone as they did when they were a kid. Yeah, she looks super aged for somebody that is in her thirties. Oh, she looks God. like somebody that's in their fifties. She's done a lot of drugs. I mean, even then, damn bitch, you gotta take better care of yourself, or at least hide from the public yeah, if you're gonna look like that. For a while, that yeah. many years, real rough. It's yep. like Amanda Bynes. I don't know what happened to her either. Nobody wants to know what happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> she like made that one movie with Channing Tatum and then disappeared. That's enough the for the world. That's why. That's enough for all of us as a whole. <laughs> no more. Go back to where you came from or where you were. That's just my personal thought on it. <laughs> So one of the books that Fez had gotten published for him was called Operation Redox. Okay. And it was about Nazis in the Twin Towers in New York City. Oh, okay. We're going to dial it back a little bit. Just only a bit. (laughs) You said Nazis? (laughs) Nazis in the Twin Towers in New York City. Because that was a thing back then. That... Like a what? What do you mean a thing like a, no, like a conspiracy? Sarcastic. Oh, I no, was like, don't was tell me sarcastic. there's a conspiracy no, theory about Nazis and nine eleven because I thought I heard it all until now. Oh no. Okay, good because <laughs> I, I Hitler was definitely not here for that. <laughs> they love. You know what? We're not even going to go into it. All these fucking Nazi people that potentially went into Brazil. Do you ever watch that show? No, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, am I in Argentina. Chris- Yes. They legit, that's where they all went. They love Watch what? it. That's where they all went. What am I watching? That's you where they are. Me? I don't even know. It's like uh, Nazi hunters. <laughs> Watch it. I don't know what it's called. It, on though. Hulu? That Nazi hunters? Nazi, Nazi hunters. hunters. They're all in Argentina. They fucking speak Spanish. What? But they're racist. 
They're racist Spanish the There's a there's a theory that Hitler actually did escape and yes. that's where he went was Argentina. Yes. And there's like two pictures I think where you could kind of see who it is and people say it's Hitler and you're Yes. Like, Wait a second. Maybe Hitler's it is. wearing like an ID tag that says "Gringo Supreme." Yeah, Lady <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love in Argentina. That's where potentially he went. I don't even. I don't know if he was under an assumed name. I don't know what the assumed name would have been in Espanol, but I'm sure he probably Lady Love. You gotta oh, watch that it. shit. Did it's, Hitler change his stash? Though I feel like he would have had to change it to like the Zorro stash. If he been in the stash was he the one that started the stash that yeah, goes like this to, for the guy? <laughs> Maybe he was the first suave rico <laughs> man in Argentina. Suavemente. Maybe. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe it was, it was him. Adolfo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like Gomez Adams and no one knows. <laughs> it's me, Gomez. I've tried to be someone I'm not. I live in shame. i the suburbs. But you belong to Debbie. You're Debbie's love toy. You are Mr. Debbie. I am an Adams. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know. You should watch it, Lee Love. Okay. It's a little theory, but you know, there can be crazier things out there. I'll watch it by myself, though, because Dev's already conspiracy theory. Don't watch it with Devin. Please. No. <laughs> don't watch it with Devin. <laughs> Just know. leave him out of it. <laughs> watch it on your own and then tell me your personal feelings. Okay. <laughs> I got you, Lee Love. I'll do it tonight when he falls asleep at like eight. so the next thing that wilmer had published for him was called syndrome oh yeah and remember this book because it comes back later i'm gonna Mm. tell you about it i mean i remember you said it earlier yeah so should i not read about it well i'm gonna tell you about it right now okay syndrome was blake's most successful project Mm -hmm. and wilbur Wilbur, ugh, Wilmer. I keep calling him Wilbur. I keep thinking of like Charlotte. We'll just call him Wilbur the rest of the episode. This is Wilbur. <laughs> so Wilbur published uh, Syndrome initially, and it was through Archaea Entertainment, which mm-hmm. is a subsection of Boom, which publishes Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it's kind mm-hmm. of yeah. mm-hmm. And the rights ended up getting sold to Lionsgate. Okay. So that they can make a movie out of it. Okay. The description of the cover of this book. I'm going to, like, tell you what it looks like, and then you can look it up. Because it's not as bad as it sounds. The cover, um, it's like a baby blue background mm-hmm. with a baby. It could be a baby doll. And, like, the baby is the focal image, and the baby has half its head scalped with its brain showing. <laughs> okay. <What>? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not as terrible as it seems. No, it sounds way worse. But you could totally tell that whoever thought this is going to be a good cover is also the kind of guy that's like, you want to watch Faces of Death? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Please tell me what this movie was about. Well, it's a, just a graphic novel. It's a comic book. Is it a fucking super baby with his fucking brain exposed like Megamind? I, I mean, I, I, I need to know. I, oh, no. The baby actually has nothing to do. Well, it kind of, but not really. The catchphrase or like logo for this was... If you loved hurting things, what would you do? Check myself into a mental institute. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> is it a trick question or is it like a slogan? Yeah, well, it's, it's a like slogan. the catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. So the comic is filled with a plethora of graphic images, as you'd probably have guessed from the cover. Only slightly, including a decapitated naked woman laying in a bed of her own blood. Uh huh. 
And it also shows two people hung from their feet, drained of all of their blood. Mm. Yep. And mm. there's a lot of like violence against women throughout this whole book. Syndrome was illustrated by David Marquez mm. and Blake Dweeble. He was credited as the creator. Okay. The story was about a neuropathologist that believed he could find and isolate the root of all evil in the human brain and could develop a cure for sociopaths or serial killers. Mm-hmm. And this neuropathologist was willing to figure out this cure at any cost. No shit. That's kind of an interesting premise to think that you could figure out the root of all evil in the human brain. Interesting premise. Your face tells me. I mean, when you look at the artwork in here, whoever's coming up with this kind of stuff. And then you find out, like, that this is not going to end well. Yeah. Right? Oh, you could God. see, like, people should have been like, should we talk to this guy about what he's doing? This is just one of the – just be warned. Yeah. That's the, the decapitated the woman yeah. in a bed, just blood-soaked oh, bed. Yeah. Okay. So although Blake is credited as the creator – Uh-huh. There were other men also listed as writers, Daniel Quantas and R.J. Ryan. Okay. And they both say that Blake only gave, like, the idea for the comic. So he's the one that did oh, really? comic book. Yeah. But he only attended about 10 of the meetings that were involved in the creation of the actual story. Okay. The illustration. They just said that he was, like, a lazy piece of shit that seemed <laughs> like he just wanted to, like, bear the fruits of everybody else's labor. Mm-hmm. And even at those 10 meetings, he was, like, less than interested in actually contributing. Okay. But it was his idea. Like, this whole... Yeah. He did create it. And at this time, B. Dweeble started attending these private high-stakes poker games that were run by a woman named Molly. <gasps> did you ever watch uh, Molly's Game? No, but I'm guessing this is probably what it's Amazing about. movie. Yeah. Aaron Sorkin film with... Um, I forgot her name. She has huge tits. She There's has, like, three names. So this is based on a true story, this It movie? is based okay. on a true story. It's Apparently a- this poker game yeah Yeah. and she was like a girl who like did illegal poker games with all these big name like hollywood time people was this guy referenced in that movie potentially was if it was potentially was there was like a lot of people that weren't directly named but like you know hi you know whatever it's called molly's game molly's game it's awesome aaron sorkin film watch it go to these poker games with his brother cody Mm mm-hmm and the games came straight out of the movies. Like, they were special invite-only events that were hosted at mansions and high-end hotels. Sounds like it. And some of the people that were known for attending these events were Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire, and other millionaire or billionaire celebrities that had excessive amounts of money to blow mm-hmm. for no reason. Yep. There were also high-end escorts, any drug you could want, armed security, and everything else. They love you running an underground poker game. You goddamn right. There's everything else to come with it. There's the titties. There's the drugs. There's everything. What? I always everything. The thing that always makes me wonder, though, high-end escorts. These are generally bitches that can't afford anything. But they love. They got the pussy to offer up. I know, but like, but they got the pussy to offer up. What does it matter if you have the goods? No, it just it makes me wonder because like high. What does it make you wonder? Like, wealthy people want these high-end escorts when they're just poor bitches. Layla, you can make Lace look nice. Yeah, I get You're it. a fucking prostitute. All you have to make look good is your fucking goods. No, I get it. I mean, Heidi Fleiss, all that stuff. I get it. 
But it just I don't think me. you do. I don't think you do. You can dress up some lace and look nice. Yeah, but it's also Leonardo DiCaprio. He could walk outside and be like, where's my rose? And then fucking 60 bitches will come flocking. But also, Lady Love, he's Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> do you want fucking 60 bitches to come flocking at you? Do you want to pay for pussy when you don't have to? You don't have to, but he's got enough money to shit. I mean, I get it, but... And you don't want your shit all over the place. You don't want the bitch that fucking said she fucked Leo on the airplane all the way from fucking Europe to Mexico. I guess that's true. You don't want your shit out there like that. He's gonna. He's he's trying to do shit for climate change. (laughs) Who wants to believe the guy? Ladies aren't out there talking. Yeah. So he's paying somebody because it's about keeping it quiet. Exactly. Exactly. They love you. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care what she can afford either. If she fucking look good and she's offering up the goods, I'll fucking take her. She's not going to talk like about it. These parties, these are also the ones where it's like, yo, if you say anything, you know he's going to kill you. So yes. Yeah. Just I guess keep exactly. Your mouth shut. I know you're here and we're having a good time, Karen. But if you tell anybody, there's only three of us here. I know who yeah. I got to take out. Yeah. I will so find you better you I will keep kill you. quiet, <laughs> yeah. Karen. You know, I don't know. Like stuff like that. Could you imagine a high end escort having like a Karen haircut? (laughs) Lady Love. Lady Love. If she had the Karen haircut, she would not be a high end escort. I mean, it came from somewhere. It came from somewhere. Yeah, the hood. The hood is where it came from. You know what I mean? I I remember going to McDonald's and used to see those bitches with like the bang, but it would be like. It'd be like a bang, and then it would have like an excessive sign in there. Yeah. It's almost like the finger waves, but much nicer. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen someone in McDonald's one time with like redhead a blonde. No, what? she had like the bang. I've seen and it. Heart. You can like yeah, the you... hair was shaped into a heart. No, it was like oh. red hair. Like it was dyed red into a heart. What? <laughs> I feel like I've seen like the finger wave shaped into like a heart, not an actual like contraction. No, it was an actual heart. That's amazing. That is amazing. Have you ever watched Baps? No. It's like an early uh, Holly Berry film, the black African-American princesses, something like that. And she has like this ridiculous, like super tall weave wig on. <laughs> and that's like what I pictured when you said a heart. Just a, I don't know, just a bunch of hair like constructed into a giant heart. Oh, wait, you're talking about that show where he, it's like the. It's a movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about a show. There was no, a show. it's a movie. Oh, no. There's a show where this dude was like a hairstylist. But he was like a fancy hairstylist, and he would do these like crazy, unbelievable things. Oh no, not that guy! Oh, yeah, oh no. man, okay. I wish I could I'm see not that. I, I mean, when you said heart, that's what came to my mind. But like, I don't know. Oh, well, that's just me. No, anyway. So high end escorts. Arms oh yeah, that's how we got there. The high end escorts. Yeah. B. Dweeble was not a regular. He'd go occasionally, but Cody was a degenerate gambler. Okay. He went every chance that he could get and even hosted some of the games himself mm-hmm. in his Hollywood mansion. Which you would think is cool because you're going to have like, hey, Leo. Uh, check out my Enzo. I know. Check <laughs> out my Enzo, Leo. <laughs> How many do you have, bruh? <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have been cool if Cody didn't suck. Aww. So Cody was known around the Hollywood scene as a whale. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, for anyone that's unfamiliar with said term, it means that Cody was a rich dumbass that could not play poker, but he only got invited to the games because everyone knew they could take his money. Take his money. <laughs> yeah, it stinks. Well, I mean, if you suck, just say you suck. Like, I went to Vegas and I lost $5 and I was like, fuck this game! I'm not I mean, doing it anymore. Yeah. If you don't have any friends they love, do you really care how much money you lose? 
I feel like people with a lot of money don't generally have a lot of friends. So I feel like, what do they care if they lose any money? They don't have fucking friends anyways. They got the fucking money. (laughs) His dad is a billionaire. Right. What does he care if he loses a few uh, whatever at a casual poker game? A couple hundred thousand mediocre uh, showgirls. What was it again? High end escorts. That's what it was. Mediocre showgirls. <laughs> Mediocre escorts, you know, or whatever the fuck they are. Those bitches better be high end and dipped in gold if they're paying this much money. I mean, they love, I feel like you downgraded them. So I don't know. I feel like they're like ghetto bitches now. Well, I mean, ghetto they bitches are, with a little lace. They're definitely po. I don't care. If you're high end escort, my dick. <laughs> are you trying to say there is no such thing as a high end escort? I mean, I'm saying that they can claim Label to be themselves. high end. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you a broke hoe. Exactly. I don't care what you look. But what would a high end escort come from then? That now it just makes me curious. Because they get their hair done and fucking. At what? Not sitting outside of my So a blowout constitute heroin. as a fucking high end escort? Apparently, if you get a facial and a fucking a blowout, you were a high-end escort that's the only thing that made heidi fleiss a high-end escort when she was she a fucking was blowout and yeah she went and this bitch was like we gotta fix you they got her nails done waxed her up did her hair did her makeup boom high-end escort even though she came from the slums oh no false advertising yeah it it's like buying Give me my money back yeah you ain't no fucking high-end escort bitch it's like buying motrin versus ibuprofen same thing or is it like the amount of stuff that you could do for being a high-end escort versus like a cheap escort is that the difference no because i think that you have to like establish that when you buy when when you're purchasing like this much for this much this one so is it it, no i feel like we talked about this before (laughs) it's not all the same rates for like the same thing all the way nobody's gonna charge you 20 bucks for the same blowjob oh no no definitely not there's definitely prices on different holes. And I know the back door is definitely a way higher price. <laughs> and if you're high end, you charge more on yeah. these prices. So that's the difference then. Yes. Yeah, that you're be. more just expensive on it's your. It's got to be. Yeah, it's just more expensive. It's like buying generic versus uh, high end liquor, name right? Like, yeah. Which I getting, always go for name brand. Oh, fuck. I'm you getting Grey Goose or you just getting some vodka that's a $5 bottle. Tequila. Burnett's or Grey Goose? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Like. I think that's probably the difference. High end just charges you more. Yeah, high end wears Vera Wang perfume, and low end wears. I don't think Vera Wang has. Oh, I mean, I see it. But <laughs> I don't well, like normally that twenty dollars on the street is one hundred and fifty at the high end. <laughs> side. Yeah, I feel like you downplayed these bitches though. They did. Oh no! I don't give a fuck. Oh no! Escort your pope. <laughs> really? Yeah. But Layla, you just contradicted yourself, You're dude. Literally <laughs> making money laying on your back. You a pope bitch. Like if you can't. <laughs> But maybe she paid for them titties. And what if she paid for like a you fucking know who vagina paid for lift? Titties? The last person that stuck it in there. That's who paid for them titties. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. But at least she's going to upcharge the next fucking person for that. You can't fucking downgrade all of them, lady love. I wonder if they Why am pay- I fighting for escorts? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my she's God. about to unionize them now. I know. We're fighting for your rights. <laughs> Guys, come to me. Well, I'll fight for all of our rights. <laughs> come on. It's like I'm a you fucking high end. $75 for that titty fuck. You come to me. <laughs> I will get you all of your money's worth. I mean, I don't know. It's not like I'm a fucking high-end escort and I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. Back to the story. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man, I forgot where I was. I don't oh. know why I care about them so much. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but I'm just saying. You don't become an escort because you're fucking. 
You have because their life money. is going great. Yeah, <laughs> you become an escort because you poe and you need money. I mean, and then I you're guess. like, this is good money. I can make you know, what? What do they make? Five grand in twenty minutes? I can deal with it. We love. That's nice. That is nice. That's a nice chunk of change for it, fucking twenty minutes, bro. I get it. I mean, strippers I make a decent amount. Listen. I already said, stripping is like a missed opportunity for me. I know. <laughs> I don't know where I went wrong in my life, but I clearly missed, like, my path. Potential path, maybe. I don't know. You're like, the, couldn't you have been shitty your parents? Like, <laughs> yes. I could have been a stripper. <laughs> you know how much money I would be making per hour? Oh, no, for real. Plus, you Damn. got the rack. You definitely fucking... That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) So maybe that's why I feel so, like, my heart is so full towards them. I feel you, sisters. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, I had the opportunity to become a stripper. One of my friends became a stripper and was like, let's do it. And I was drunk and I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then she was like, come on. And I was like, "Mm, I lied. I didn't think (laughs) (laughs) I was kidding. (laughs) Lay love, I feel like that's a missed opportunity all the way around. Do you know how much less work you'd be doing right now? (laughs) (laughs) I guess For the money that you could have? That's true. (laughs) It's a missed opportunity, ma'am, is what I'm going to label it as. I should have just downloaded OnlyFans. I used to post all kinds of thirst traps. Listen, no, 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 no. I, I'm seeing all the all the memes now. <laughs> the girls are needing to pay taxes on that stuff, they love. You need to leave that shit alone. That's a fucking <laughs> you trap. You pay taxes on everything. Well, exactly. That's a fucking trap to begin with. Just don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I guess a, a cash only business is the way to go. Remember how I deal cash only? Well, you know. Whatever, but cash only. Yes. (laughs) This is the perfect instance for that. Okay. Is it not? I I don't know. I know we got off trail and now we're on cash only businesses, but whatever. (laughs) Well, okay. Back to poker games. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the sad thing though was that Cody didn't seem to realize that he sucked. So he still was like all cocky and he would keep playing these games. One night he actually lost a million dollars. Oh my God. One Mm. night. A million dollars. Who can lose? I can't lose five dollars in a night. I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I don't go to casinos. No, I just won't do it. I think I did use like five or ten dollars in, in like slots, and I left with like eighty four cents. And I hurt my feelings, and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't have people come and do this, but I don't like it. And it was for somebody else's birthday, so I was like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> the only time I've ever gambled is one time in Vegas where I lost five dollars, and I was upset. But I got a free drink, so it was like kind of I paid for it. You paid a for million your drink, dollars, yeah. though. And then I used to go to casinos all the time when I dated that one douche. Mm-hmm. And he was like a degenerate gambler. So he would just give me money to gamble. And I was like, well, it's your money, so I don't care. And I'm fucking, ching. I always lost, but, I mean, it wasn't mine, so whatever. Exactly. Uh, Im- imagine that. A million dollars? Yeah, no, I would Oh, cry. fuck it. Oh, it's a, just a million dollars. I'm fine. I would cry out of, after losing a hundred dollars. That's why he fought when it was 5.5. That's all he got. Because to him, that's like $5. He's like, you that's owe me true. more. Losing a million is like, oh, so I lost a dollar? All right. Well, Cody Let's keep lost going. a million. Cody yeah. lost a million. Yeah. But that family, it feels like their mentality and their idea yeah. of money is like, yeah. it's water. That's true. Oh, fuck that. No, that's very true. So these games initially started out. Oh, as- wait. Back to the high-end escorts. It just leads me to believe that maybe they weren't as cheap as we'd like them to be if homie lost a million dollars in a night. These mm-hmm. high-end escorts, they were probably making rent and child support in one Five night. Five months of rent. Oh, my God. Yes. I get it. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just if he's losing a million dollars a night, I'm pretty sure these escorts weren't cheap. Oh, man. How come I 
couldn't meet like how you <laughs> <laughs> I used to whore all the time for free. What the fuck? She could have been making money, man. Exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> Missed opportunities, they love. <laughs> if only it was like instead of Tinder, it would be like I don't know. What what would be like the Just call it give me money version? app. Yeah. Give me money. Swipe and give me money. I'm not listen, I'm not lying. I wish I was. There's this girl that I went to high school with. I don't know if she has an OnlyFans account. <laughs> I don't know what she does. She literally posts on her story, like, don't message me unless you're gonna send me money. Like Yeah, it is like and I can tell like throughout the year she's definitely had work done. Like, you see her out taking pictures because she's, like, an Instagram model now or whatever. So, you know, you can't call her by her name because you knew her in school or whatever. She's just, like, the coolest person ever. But she'll legitimately post on her story and she's like, don't fucking bother DMing me unless you're going to slide into my inbox with, like, $1,000. And I'm like, bitch. So, you know, those high-end escorts were like, don't even call me unless it's 500000 tonight. Yeah. Damn. This pussy's fire, bro. She probably does all the Kegels. Just like, all the time. <laughs> I mean, at that rate, it would make it worth it. But like, better yeah. have like the fucking jaws of life for five hundred thousand dollars. I mean, she better. But lay love. These ain't no fucking low end escorts. Is what I'm gonna get at at the end of the day. I get it. I'm not saying they're low end. Like they're not at McDonald's trying. To I don't know. Out. I that's get where. It. That's. I feel like that's kind of where we started. Yeah, but they're still <laughs> Poe. They started Poe. I don't care. They weren't always making fucking rent in three minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, they weren't low-end escorts either. He's losing a million dollars a night, and these bitches have the jaws of life in between their legs. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. If it's going to cost that expensive, absolutely they better. Just saying. They better so, know how to do all the weird shit. Like, I wonder making it clap like the, yeah. oh my god, like the single cheek stuff. Yeah. You imagine? They better. I, I feel like it could definitely be like a single cheek stuff. More advanced stuff than that. They could like twerk one it. I feel like the Quifon command is a good one. I know. Yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I mean, some people are into that. I think it's weird personally. But some people are into it. <laughs> so the games had initially started out very small but eventually grew bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And they started spreading outside of L.A. and into the East Coast. Mm-hmm. As the games got bigger, they also became more connected with organized crime. And one of these crime syndicates was the Russian mob. Mm -hmm. Don't fuck with them. Well, fun fact, the games involving the Russian mafia were sometimes held at this one place in New York City. You want to guess where? Where? Trump Tower. No shit. Dun, dun, no no shit. You just broke the case. What the (laughs) fuck? I don't associate with the Russian mob. (laughs) He's sitting there handing fucking... Putin, like <laughs> an old fashioned. <laughs> Same. So, with the games getting more involved with criminals, B. Dweeble started getting super nervous and paranoid because Cody was racking up a lot of gambling debt. Oh, shit. In April 2013, federal prosecutors brought charges against more than two dozen people involving the illegal gambling rings, including Molly Bloom herself, mm-hmm. along with a separate illegal gambling ring that Cody was also involved with. Damn. And Cody was forced to use his $2.5 million mansion as collateral for his bail. Mm. And this stressed out Dweeble even more. Mm-hmm. So Blake started telling Jer Bear that Cody's debts were going to endanger him and his family. Mm-hmm. And he swore that people were after him. 
And his paranoia was starting to hit monumental heights, and he started to think that people were following him, hiding in the bushes, taking photos of his every move. And I'm like, aren't you a fucking celebrity? Isn't that what paparazzi do? I mean, unless you expect it or you don't expect it. Imagine you're going home, and a fucking click comes out of the bushes, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) Did the bush just click at me? As a celebrity, I feel like you gotta kind of... Do you really think this fucking loser is a celebrity? I mean, he's a something if he's calling people angel and... Lay love. Lay love. You can also be a fucking scumbag. You know how many of of the people I meet in the hospital are scumbags and call me toots? A lot. That's very true. (laughs) Probably 100% of the people that call me toots are scumbags. So I think 100% of the people that say sweets or whatever... Or angel, whatever. Whatever the fuck he said is probably 100% a scumbag Mm. too. Well, he's obviously a scumbag. Just a wild guess. My personal opinion. He's hanging out with Wilmer Valderrama, who got famous after that 70s show for his Yo Mama jokes. Wasn't it? Oh, God. Yeah, that's you true. Remember that show? Oh, man, that's right. That's true. I really didn't hear about him un- until then. And then I was like, oh, yeah, he's in the show. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was Fez, and then he was the Yo Mama guy. So, clearly, some problems. <laughs> that's a fair point. So I told you about the clicking in the bushes. Mm-hmm. And basically he thought that some criminals were stalking him because his brother owed a bunch of money. Okay. He was constantly texting his only friend, Jeremy, about all of his paranoid delusions. And as time went on, his delusions got even crazier and more conspiratorial. One time he texted Jeremy a link to a health website that had a bunch of like random words and phrases. You know how kind of like the memes where they're like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. the first five words you see is whatever. <laughs> it was kind of like that. And um, when... Blake had looked at the page. He said that he found the words Cody, Gambler, 15 million losses, Las Vegas, and some other words pertaining. That's a lot of fucking words to find in one thing. Well, he apparently did it. And he thought that someone was sending him, like, coded messages. Oh, he's going crazy now, too. He's schizophrenic. He's losing it. Well, they don't have him as anything, like, technically, but that... Something's happening. They're guessing that that's what it was, because his grandmother was also, like, bipolar schizophrenic. Mm. Um... Jeremy, not realizing that B-Dweeble was nuttier than a fruitcake, believed him and really thought that the Mush and Rob was out to, like, get his family. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, Blake, why? The RA is coming to get us. But get Blake. Oh, wait, why is he Spanish all of a sudden? I don't know. <laughs> why, Blake, why? <laughs> so Blake's mental state was really taking a turn for the worse in 2015, and his paranoia started to branch out into other parts of his life. So B. Dweeble was convinced that his father, Lorne, was using his name to do illegal shit in Canada. Oh, shit. And he even decided to divorce his way-too-hot-for-him wife, Amanda, who was eight and a half months pregnant at the time with their second child for seemingly no reason. Oh, whoa. Although there is a reason. Oh. He just didn't tell her. Dun, dun, dun. What Amanda didn't know was that B. Dweeble was cheating on her. And at the same time he filed for divorce, he had also leased an apartment for his 29-year-old girlfriend. Damn. Ukrainian model, Yana or Ayana Kashian. Okay. So Ayana was born in Kiev, Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And prior to coming to the U.S., she had studied law and had a job as a prosecutor for a Ukrainian tax service. But she had applied for a school visa and immigrated to the U.S. in 2014 to become a translator and pursue her American dream, which was basically to like become successful and have a family, mm-hmm. and attempt a career in modeling. And in less than a year, she actually did so and became a model. Nice. She had successfully begun her career in mo- modeling in L.A. and was living her best life when she met Blake. 
Mm-hmm. So fun fact, there was a rumor that Yana had been working as a high-end escort when she first came to L.A. <laughs> but <laughs> Because guess what? She was pulled. <laughs> she started pulled. Yeah. But guess what? She probably offered up a mean pussy. Well, it got her somewhere. <laughs> Which is dead, but whatever. Oh, damn. Oh, man. Oh, God. (laughs) So, thank God I didn't take the escort route. I know. (laughs) I'm just saying, a lot of prostitutes get murdered later on. Oh, man. So, the rumors, though, her family say are not true at all, and that Yana had actually originally come to the U.S. to become a translator, along with pursuing her modeling career. Okay. So all of B. Dweeble's friends and family were completely shocked when he left Amanda because they were always known for having a great relationship. And he'd been seen as a great husband and devoted father. But that was clearly bullshit Mm -hmm. because he's like a complete douche canoe about their separation. Mm -hmm. After he left Amanda, he said that he was still going to be in his kids' lives, but he basically never talked to them again. Um, Blake had lied to Yana also when they first got together and told him that him and Amanda were already divorced, but they were not douche that's always the thing yeah the married guys always like oh we're we're fighting we're we're splitting up right now mm-hmm. we're gonna be divorced yeah mm-hmm. that's not what happened <clears throat> so before amanda knew anything about him planning to divorce her she had seen b dweeble and yana um very publicly flaunting their affair damn in august 2015 amanda had seen the two of them driving around off beverly hills together mm-hmm. so she followed them and confronted them at a restaurant where they were eating and Yana had rubbed her stomach and told Amanda that she was pregnant. <gasps> oh, shit! Oh, shit! Well, she really was. <laughs> oh, damn! And she's eight and a half months pregnant with his baby. <gasps> oh. Could you imagine being at that restaurant watching it go down? Like, oh. You know, you're pulling your phone out, like, trying to film it real quick. Karen, Karen, grab your phone and film right over my left shoulder. World star! <laughs> I'm waiting for, like, Tash.0 to hop out and see, like, two pregnant bitches just start going at it. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Eight and a half, and then she's like, bish, I'm pregnant, too. (laughs) And you're like, oh, God, what the fuck? Well, this gets better. Oh, it gets better. The waitress is like, me, too. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) got me pregnant, too. Just now. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Probably. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to imagine that's probably how it went down. In my head, that's how it did go down. Fuck it. <laughs> well, so not only was B. Dweeble cheating on his pregnant wife with his pregnant Yana, uh-huh. but he was also stepping out on the both of them with another crazy bitch. I was going to say, not the waitress, God, not the waitress. <laughs> so he was stepping out on her with a woman named Constance Buka Furry. Uh, so Buka Furry. She had talent? I was going to say, that last name sounds like mob. You don't even want to mess with it. Right. I, know, I was just like, okay. Book of fairy. Yeah. Ah. So she was a story. Oh, this bitch is crazy. Oh, just so you know. I mean, given <laughs> so by her name. She was a storyboard artist who'd worked with Blake and known him for years. And she had a criminal record that was like a mile long. Because she was clearly a mob wife. Yeah. Of the underworld. I don't fucking know. <laughs> the charges that she had were mainly like dumb stuff, like murder. No. <laughs> no, it was like drunk driving, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest. Okay. okay. You know, that kind of dumb just stuff. Just a, a drunk Just a mild driver. gangster. Yeah, Not full on gangster. She's just like a sorority girl or something. Yeah. A yeah. sorority girl? Can't yeah. hand her her liquor. Yeah. That's it. That's all. So, She's the one that wants to fight the cop when he's trying to take her out the bar. He's yeah. like, no, let's just go. I'm not arresting you. Let's just... You want to fight? 
<laughs> All right, now I got to arrest you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Her shoes are like falling off. Yeah. She just pulls her ankle. Yeah. yeah. Walking on her ankle. She didn't even know it. Please one shoe don't on, touch one me. Shoe yes. He's just like like this with her. She's like, you're hiding. <laughs> Ma'am, I'm <laughs> not even touching you, please. It's all trashed. She's like on the floor now. You're like, oh, God, here we go. This is going to be a long report for Karen. <laughs> you pick her up and she's like kicking and screaming, no. <laughs> Her version of the story was that there was no relationship. Her and Blake had boned one night, and he became obsessed with her. Oh. However, she's not a reliable witness. Okay. Because everything she says is bullshit. Okay. So just take it with a grain of salt. So while already living with Yana in 2015, Mm -hmm. Bidweeble buys a house for Buka Furry to live in. Okay. Six weeks after buying this house, they break up, and Buka Furry continues to live in the house. Oh. Gangster. Yeah. <laughs> like, you My fucking house. house now. Fuck uh, you. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. My Ukrainian house. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, Yana's the Ukrainian one. Buka is just the crazy bitch. Oh, the Italian one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Italia. Yeah. Now. Fuck you. <laughs> well, because she's like a woman scorned, she decided to become friends with his wife, ex-wife, Amanda Braun. Because she's still not divorced from him. Oh. And they become close because of their mutual hatred of Yana. Oh, to which okay. I was like, Jerry, are you there? <laughs> but not the m- mutual hatred of the guy. No, it's the the girl. They hate the lady. Yeah. All right, I got yeah, that. Yeah, they okay. hate the girl that has nothing to do with it technically. All right. So Constance Fuck, had showed man. the media text that she'd sent Amanda about Yana that say, "quote Let's call INS on her so she can get deported." Hmm? I swear to God, Amanda, I want you to have justice. I'm team you. <laughs> After she also fucked this lady's husband, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And to think at the end of the day, the expensive fucking, uh, what's it called, escort was the classiest one out of oh, all of so them. <laughs> yeah. Amanda, That's the moral of this story. Yeah, I am team you. I don't care what any of them say. Fuck Yana. And I'm, she was the one with most dignity. I'll be damned. So. so Amanda says that Yana was the worst person that she's ever met. Of course she did. But yeah, I was going to say, given the circumstances. Of course she did. I would think... Okay. Mm-hmm. So in spring 2016, B. Dweeble and Yana went on a vacation to Hawaii, and Crazy Constance decided to hire a private investigator to follow them around while they were on their vacation. Not a problem at all. And when the PI would tell her what Blake and Yana were doing, she would then forward the info that she was getting from the PI to Amanda, and she would send her text saying, quote, I'm telling you everything. I want that whore deported. <laughs> Wow. This woman got straight hateful on her out of nowhere. I know. Yeah. It's not even the wife. Like, right. She's just the, the random bone. That's got to be guilt. She feels guilty for being a part of that now, so she's like way overboard team wife. Comp- overcompensating for being the side bitch. That's uh, oh, I think that's a lot of overcompensation. Bitch. You think she just loves the drama? Oh, yeah. we Just wants to be fucking uh, swarming in it. Yeah, oh, yeah. fuck it. You know what I'm doing? I'm getting my boyfriend's girlfriend in trouble with his wife because I'm the side bitch. I still don't understand how fucking Bill Nye the science guy is over here swinging pussy everywhere. Like, what's happening? You leave Bill Nye alone. He knows a lot of things. But Yana was gorgeous. Money. She was was pretty. That bitch was pretty. You can look her up. She's pretty. What's her name? Yana what? Ayana. I-A-N-A Kassian. K-A-S-I-A-N. She's pretty. And you wouldn't think she was Ukrainian. I seen her and I was definitely catching like, oh, she must be Spanish. No, Ukrainian. Mm. Mm. But um, where was I? Deported whore. Okay. Yeah. So 
Yana's due to give birth in May 2016, so her mom decides to go to L.A. in April to help her with the baby and make sure that, you know, she's not, like, overwhelmed with everything and becoming a new mother. And Blake had set up an apartment for her mother, Olga, to live in not too far from where him and Yana were living. Olga Cassian, Ayana's mother, initially thought that Yana had done well for herself, but her opinion of Bedweeble doesn't really stay that way for long. Yana definitely doesn't pretend that her life with Blake is perfect, and when they first met, he would shower her with gifts and affection, but not too long after that, he started to like slowly change and become more of like a controlling asshole. Mm-hmm. Yana would complain to her mother about Blake smoking excessive amounts of weed and fake weed and regularly taking psychedelics. Fake weed. Fake weed? Was yeah, that like, like that spice fake... or whatever oh, it's God. called? Oh. So you got from the gas station? I know. About killing half the Yeah, it's like bad for your it. kidneys and shit. What the fuck? Yeah, that's terrible. That's what amazes me, too. I'm like, you're rich and you're going to get all these cheap drugs. Yeah, right? Like, you're not getting that high-end quality weed, man? Yeah. Exactly. Fake weed. Fuck you yeah. spend all that and money. Wait, this was in the 2000, what, five now? 2006? 16? Oh, yeah. 2016. It was legal in California then. Yeah. You should be getting nice yeah. stuff. You Fake. That purple Kush fucking OG make you walk on the moon shit. I know. You're getting homegrown synthetic bullshit that burns up on the first. Come on, man. You should be getting moon rocks. That's but then again, this is the same person that is throwing away fucking money on high-end escorts and underground poker games. What the fuck does he care if he has shitty weed? I guess that's true. You know, I, I... I don't know. I feel like if I have money, I'm calling Snoop. I'm like, I know. Oh, hook me up? <laughs> Uncle Snoop, we yeah, got to talk. Exactly. You want to come hang out for a little bit? I don't even know. I got some iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> I got some iced tea. <laughs> you can try to sweeten the deal. I, I, I can make some chicken wings. I don't know. I'm from Buffalo. Shit. <laughs> you got to sell it. You got to sell it. Something. So what's the psychedelic thing? Personal experience? Mm-hmm. You don't want to be taking psychedelics while you're having like a mental breakdown, which Absolutely is not. doing. When your life's going shitty. Yeah. You don't want to be in there. Last thing you want to do is open up your brain and see what's inside of it. Exactly. Please stay away. For all you people that have had a pet die and try to do psychedelics afterward, please don't do it. I told you not to do that. Without I didn't love. do it. I didn't do it. Laid love. He did it. And guess what? I had to endure the sadness of him crying over his dog. While other families walk with their oh, dogs. talking about that. I thought you were talking about that the first time you tried. Um... No. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the time someone actually endured their well, pet dying. I told him dying. not to do that, too. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> and now look at me. Now I have a fucking story. Don't do it, guys. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't be like this guy that cried <laughs> over his dog over a camping trip that was supposed to be romantic. Oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told him not to do it. I'm so just saying. Pre-warned. Okay. So, yeah, psychedelics and murder. No bueno. No bueno. Absolutely not. So on May 3rd, 2016, Olga's 60th birthday, Yana and Bedweeble have a daughter named Diana. Okay. Immediately after Diana was born, Bedweeble started acting very crazy. People described him as very disruptive. And he acted super uninterested in his daughter and was isolating himself and Yana. He'd shut himself into the apartment with all the windows and curtains drawn. He definitely had some mental health mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. He was acting super abusive towards her and controlling her every move and constantly kicked her and the baby out whenever they would argue. That's wrong. Yeah. He would kick her out to the apartment that he was paying for for her mom. He would even demanded sex from her, even though she just had a C-section three weeks prior. Mm. 
And if she told him no, he threatened to leave her and find someone else who would give him sex. Ugh. Ayanna was look was she was good looking. Not what you'd okay. expect for yeah. the creepy dude. No. And you're right, yeah, you were thinking I was thinking blonde too. Yeah, yeah, no. I did not expect that. She's very like She's she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, that's why I don't get why she was dealing with this. I'm like, bro, you could tell that's pulling out someone else. Mm-hmm. Where's mm-hmm. Toby? Where's where's uh-huh. Neil? <laughs> <laughs> they got way more money. Bring them back. Olga had told her that she should leave him, but she said she loved him and that she couldn't, which, you know, I feel like that's more the abusive stuff that's kind of starting to control her. Mm -hmm. Two weeks after Diana was born, crazy bitch Constance decided to make an appearance and filed a rape allegation against B. Dweeble. Constance said that the rape had happened a few months earlier when they had first started seeing each other, and she claimed that B. Dweeble had assaulted her multiple times and gave her an STD, which she was getting treated for now. Father like son. I know. (laughs) And she says that she hadn't filed the charges sooner because she had forgiven him for doing. But, like, why are you going to file the charges now? You forgave him, bitch. Like. To whittle, to wait. Yeah, and how long has it been that you're just now getting treated for said STD? Like, what do you got? She probably got it from somebody else, to be honest. I know. She had, like, green ooze coming out of her vagina. Bitch, that's trichomonas. You need to go get that looked at. (laughs) Sadly, there are women that do not care that that's oozing out of their vaginas, and they'll just keep carrying on. That's a legit thing? That's a legit thing. That is a legitimate thing. I was just talking about this with one of my friends, and I was like, you need to get that bitch tested. And he's like, she said she's fine. It's not bothering her. And I was like, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My vagina is itchy. And I have no problems. <laughs> if my pussy's on fire, I'm definitely getting that thing looked at. That's a problem. So Constance was still living in the house that B. Dweeble owned while she was filing these rape charges. Obviously, Blake was pissed, and he asked his friend Jeremy to help have her evicted. The charges Constance filed were definitely no joke, and B. Dweeble actually ends up getting arrested. Okay. And he didn't go willingly, so the cops tased him, which threw him into, like, a psychotic rage. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. With B. Dweeble getting arrested, Yana needed to figure out a way to get $100,000 to bail him out of jail. So she calls, guess who? Not, that's the brother. No, she calls his wife, Amanda. <gasps> oh, no, she didn't! <laughs> oh! Oh, no, this heifer didn't! No! Get out! Yeah. Get out. I mean, no. that actually helps Yana bail him fuck? out. One yeah. is cra- the last is one is crazier on than the last. Like, and they're all way too hot for him. Like, what is happening? Was the wife hot too? Yeah, she was a model. They were both models. This doesn't dude, that just make you be like, like, what is wrong with yes. you people? Yes. The more pictures that I look at of him, he kind of looks like a deranged Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> there you go. You're right? right. Like you're right. There are some pictures. Like okay. Oh, well, homie looks crazy. Here. They don't. It doesn't. He help. looks crazy. These ladies do not help that whole. Like they just perpetuate the stereotype that ladies just care about money. Yes. It doesn't help. Look at that dude and that that like. You yeah. think they look? <laughs> I know. Wait, that's Il- the Iliana lady. Yeah, and that's Iliana, yeah? the her mom, Yana. the baby, okay. and then yeah. Come on, she was all for him. He looks like a fucking deranged Mark Ruffalo there. He looks like a fucking weirdo. Exactly. Ah, God. He's definitely one of those people that would be like, "Mm, I can see him being a serial killer. Mm -hmm. Uh Like, we have a guy at my job that looks just like him, and they nicknamed him Dahmer because he looks like a serial killer. (laughs) Oh, they love. Not to his face. Oh, I don't think it's to his face. (laughs) Oh, no. He does Uh talk about how he wants to kill his mother-in-law a lot, though. Yeah, so I'm like, ah, oh, he could be a dumber. You never know. All right, mental note for the day that we find somebody I know. in this guy's Future trunk. discovery ID show. Yeah. Right 
I just want to let you know that you're the first source. <laughs> I know. So, oh gosh. This whole fiasco, all of this is still happening in May of 2016. Like this is Wow. The same month like fucking, you know, she has a baby, the mom moves down there, Dang. he gets arrested, she's, you know, charged him with rape. So after he's bailed out, things just go back to being the way that they were. Uh-huh. And on May 23rd, 2016, Yana and Olga had decided to go on a shopping trip together, and Olga tells her that she should just leave him and live with her. And Yana tells her that she just doesn't want to lose Blake. So while they're doing their, you know, shopping, Beadweevil starts blowing up Yana's phone, and she doesn't tell her mom what Blake's saying, but she says that she has to go to him, mm-hmm. and she leaves. I'm gonna kill myself if you don't come here. Yeah, baby. right. That's the that's baby, the thing. Baby, usually. please. I'm gonna kill myself. Home. I'm gonna hurt myself. Yeah, that's basically general. And I'm usually like, okay, do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you when you I get home, or not. You gotta be, not. Careful. You gotta be <laughs> yeah. careful how you respond nowadays, man. You saw that that girl told her friend to kill him. So that boy, that that was a um, well, he was a documentary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they were both like suicidal, and yeah. she like he was like, hey, I'm gonna kill myself, and then he goes, and I couldn't kept, go through with it. And she kept saying, no, go do it, go do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little that's different. crazy. Though. But if someone was like, I'm gonna kill myself, and I'll be do like, do it, bitch. Bet do it. I bet you won't. Like, yeah. Listen, don't threaten me with a good time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but don't put that out there and I'll be like, listen, bitch, I'll see you when I get home or maybe not. It's your choice. Be it. home in three hours. Yeah. You make your choice. I don't know. I most definitely told your brother at least on five occasions to go jump off a bridge and kill himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? It just, it kind of hits oh, differently man. depending on who you talk to. You know, it happens. Whatever. He's still here, so. But that's probably how he got her over there. Baby, yeah. baby, baby, please, yeah, yeah. please. Kill myself, yeah. Come here, Ayana. I love you. Please. Wait, she was out to dinner with her mom? She was out shopping with her mom. Did she have her baby with her? Um, Maybe he was threatening did. the baby. Oh, oh. I was going to say. No, she, okay. Oh, I'm, never mind. No, she always had the baby with her because Blake right. was just not interested in the baby. All right. Oh, okay, um, good, good. Well, Olga doesn't know this, but this actually ends up being the last time that she talks to her lo- daughter. Oh. On May 26, 2016, at... 1.40 in the morning, a hairdresser that lives in the same area as Yana and Blake was out walking her dog when she saw a couple fighting. She saw a young, dark-haired woman with an Eastern European accent and a disheveled-looking man. Mm-hmm. And she could hear the woman trying to get away from the man and the man yelling, baby, get back here. Mm-hmm. So just remember that. Disgruntled mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo. I remember. Mm-hmm. Remember. Mm. So after Yana abruptly leaving her mother's shopping date, the next day, Olga tries to call her over and over and over again. She calls her about six times, and oh. it, her phone keeps going to voicemail. She had a gut feeling that something was wrong, so Olga called a cab and went to Yana and Blake's apartment with one of her friends. They lived in a gated community, so she actually had to wait outside at the gate for someone to come out, and then she like you see her mm-hmm. running inside of the gate. Mm-hmm. And she goes pounding on the door, and no one answered. But she knew that Bidweeble was inside because she could see him through the window. And she's like calling for him. So... She called the cops, but they couldn't actually understand her because she speaks Ukrainian. Yeah. Thick, thick accent. Well, she didn't speak any English. <laughs> oh, okay, oh. worse. Yeah, so the gravity of the situation really wasn't conveyed very well to them. So it takes them a while to even like respond to what she's saying. So since he wouldn't open the door, Olga called the cops again. And since she barely spoke English, it took a while for them to even like take her complaint. She, yeah. put, she was put on hold, and then they end up... Uh, they eventually find a person that speaks Russian and was able to kind of piece together what she was yeah, saying. Yeah, broken, yeah. Oh, fuck. So she told the 911 dispatcher that Yana's life was in danger. So this time they actually went to do a wellness check. 
Even though she told them that she felt something was happening, there was no evidence of anything, so they couldn't go into the home. The cops tried to call Blake, and they knocked on the door, but no one answered, so they left him a voicemail and left. Hmm. Scared and without any more options, Olga went home for the night, and then the next morning, she calls the cops again, begging them to check on her daughter, and they finally let her file a missing persons report. So it's been three days <coughs> since Damn. she's seen her. Finally, on May 26, 2016, the cops agreed to enter Blake's apartment under the assumption that Yana could be in medical distress because she had just had a C-section. And when the law enforcement got to the home, no one answers. They discover that the door is locked from the inside, which meant two things. Someone was inside, and they were going to have to break down the door. Yeah. So when they get the front door open, they come to another locked door that led to a hallway where all the bedrooms were. And they tried to get the door open and ended up having to break that door down, too. So after knocking down the second door, the police see blood in the guest bedroom, on the headboard, and on the walls. Mm -hmm. So they get to the master bedroom, and the door is locked and barricaded. And Beat Weeble was inside the master bedroom yelling to the cops that Yana wasn't there and to go away. Mm. Which Go away. I know you've seen all that blood, but just go away. She's not here. She's not here. I don't know who you're looking for, but she's not here. <laughs> oh, my God. So, <clears throat> Bidweeble was cornered and didn't know what to do, so he called his ride or die, Jeremy, for help. Mm. Homie, I need you right now. Please. Out <laughs> so, he actually goes to the apartment, but he ends up talking Blake down and convincing him to let the cops inside the room. When the cops get inside, they notice a large blood stain smeared all over the walls, and mm. it looked like someone had tried to clean it up without any mm. luck, and a woman's in the bed. Blake stood in the middle of the room with just his boxers on and showed no emotion while the police were looking around. A little American psycho-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. When they get closer, they see Yana laying in the bed, covered from the neck down with a Mickey Mouse blanket. Her head was visible and her left arm was resting on her stomach, and her skin looked eerily pale. Hmm. She was mutilated and their baby was in the room. <gasps> Oh, no. Once her body was discovered, homicide detectives Rob Martindale and Bill Cotter were called to the scene. Martindale told 48 Hours, quote, Nothing on the phone prepared me for what we were walking into. It was a horrible, gruesome scene. Yana had been scalped from her eyebrow down to the back of her head to the bone. Hey, scalp thing on that cover. Oh, God. And he had curved it back up around to cut off her right ear. There were multiple bite wounds on her face and defensive wounds all over her arms and wrists. And the right side of her face had been ripped off down to the jawbone. Jesus Christ. Her official cause of death was blunt force trauma to the skull and exsanguination. Which, exsanguination is the draining of all Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. The coroner found that Yana had, drained of, had been drained almost completely of blood. She had only about a teaspoon of blood left inside of her body at the time of autopsy. No shit. Which most human bodies have like five liters of blood. Yeah, no shit. That's insane. Wow. Her scalp had never been found, and it was discovered that she had suffered for up to eight hours before she died. No way. Uh, He had ripped the right side of her face down to her jawline. None of her friends and family apparently saw this coming because Blake acted very gentle and caring around the people, like, when she was with them, and she never told them that he was abusive. Um, They think that she was placed inside the bathtub to speed up her bleeding process, 
like with you know water yeah, and everything. Yeah. They had it, the apartment looked cleaner than it actually was. They had done a, oh. what's that called luminol or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It had yeah. Luminol over the part, and it lit up like fucking Fourth of July. No shit. The bathroom was covered in blood. The living room, everything was covered in blood. Dang. Um, when the cops told Bedweeble that Yana was dead, he pretended to be shocked and told them that they needed to find out who did it and that the power of silence. The power of silence. <laughs> the dude that's locked in the room in his boxers with a dead body was like, oh, really? She's dead? No. I want you to know. I want you to find out and tell me who. Science who will tell did you. This. Science will tell you who did this. Please. Call Bill Nye. I know. Call what Bill the Nye. fuck? This dude is it. He's, like, he's 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 missing something. Deranged. Something messed up in his mind. Absolutely. Blake was arrested and charged with murder, mayhem, aggravated mayhem, torture, and was put into the Twin Towers Correctional Facility in downtown LA on suicide watch. Uh-huh. Yana put up a fight. Blake had scratches and bruises all over him and a bite mark on his arm. Oh damn. While conducting their search, the cops found a couple of thousand dollars and his passport in a pair of pants. So they thought that he was planning on trying to flee to Canada. Peace out. What yeah. a little bitch with a couple thousand dollars. I mean, maybe his family trust was over there, but like, come on, bro. He's a little bitch. Yeah. yeah. But they ended up searching and they found like a bunch of her flesh inside of garbage bags <gasps> in the dumpster and all kinds of stuff. But they never found her scalp. That was never. Oh, found. oh, no that's so that. weird. And he won't talk about it. Like, he won't say why nothing. Like, he refuses. Hmm. So while in the prison, dash like ward, because the prison that he was in was kind of both. Oh, of course, it's Canada. Yeah. The only people that visited Blake were Jeremy and Amanda Braun, his ex-wife. Oh, and Constance Bukafuri. Oh, you better sh- Constance, you Stop. better sit the fuck down, ma'am. <laughs> she was actually Stop. arrested for violating some kind of, like, order or restraining order or something, because she wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. But Constance was a psycho, because she ended up becoming obsessed with Amanda and her kids. And she had admitted to lying about the rape allegation to get back at B. Dweeble. And Amanda had put a restraining order on Constance because she wouldn't leave them alone. Bitches be crazy. Yeah. And Constance threatened to kill herself if Amanda didn't talk to her. Wait, so was she in love with him or her? I think she was just a crazy person. Almost sounds like she wanted to become the, the mother. Like, she had that kind of obsession. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it'd be like that one where you know? the roommate, like, becomes the Jennifer's roommate. Jennifer's body. She wanted to take over it and take over the kid and all that stuff. Single white oh. female. Oof. Beyonce obsessed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> some, some fucking weird shit like that. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's not about him. It's about you. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> I'd rather it be about him than you take me out, bitch. I don't know. Imagine that. Layla. So she got a restraining order and then got arrested because she ended up going to the prison too when like was the woman there? Constance was there at the same uh, I think there was also a restraining order oh. between her and Blake because she had filed a rape allegation. Can you imagine? Oh, I see. I was going to say, can you imagine being in jail and having to put a restraining order on someone? <laughs> <laughs> like I am under maximum. Much. <laughs> I need you to fix this. Get this bitch out of here. Now. If you're under maximum security, you get one hour of daylight, and you're still fearing for your life. Like, come on, man. Like, this bitch is dangerous. Please, just keep her away from me. Of course, bitch. Constance, I wonder what she's doing with her life these days. She's probably stalking somebody else. Yeah. She's she probably became the mother by now, Lady Love. Oh, I know. <laughs> she's like, well, we're out here laughing face. about it. She's like, jokes on you guys. I am the mother. And she has the kids fucking God. laying next to her. I don't fucking know. She's wearing her face. Ugh. Be like American Psycho. 
scalpel with his mom. She's wearing the scalpel from the old lady, the other lady, too. We don't know where it is, and she's like petting her head, like little do they know on this podcast. <laughs> just saying oh god i blew my own mind can you imagine if somebody you guys talked about did listen to your show was like well it didn't go that way i know <gasps> i always wonder what that child murder one we did that eric smith dude he's like right oh here. lay love no the one lady Jesus. that i know said that he lived like down the street from her lay love don't put that shit out there <laughs> <laughs> jail how do you know because it says it was released so yesterday okay <laughs> At least yesterday. I mean, he is a ginger. They don't have souls, whatever. <laughs> All the more reason that one day we might be snatched by our comfortable apartments up in the suburbs. Let's hope not. Exactly. So don't put this shit out there. Okay, I take it back. Kind of. Uh, thank you. Same person who fucking saged my apartment for unbeknownst reasons to me. Hey, you're not the one listening to the demon fucking whispering in her ear and like editing. Something happened in my apartment. I was like, oh. Yo, that's creepy. Oh. I sent her a video of it. It was crazy. You know what happened Not uh, Sunday night before you came home? Huh. I was in my room and I was messing around with the TV. I took it out of the Chromecast part and I'm like, I click something. I don't know. The, the morning of it, I like click something. And I'm trying to get it back on the Chromecast thing and I have like dangling lights behind my bed. The lights turned on and I'm fucking with the TV. Lights have nothing to do with like the TV remote that yeah, I'm like messing like, around. The remote for the TV is like, for the lights hardly, is like, Clear across my king size bed on the other side of my room. I haven't touched it in I don't even know how long it's been since I haven't touched those lights. Tell me this is and this they was cut before on. she saged it. This well, was after, after she saged it. This was just a Sunday. I know. I was gonna say we gotta do it again because this. Listen, tell me this isn't a demon. Oh, it's a demon. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Like, I don't want you to hear it. Okay. Do you hear it? <laughs> what the fuck? Why does it keep doing that? I don't know. They love. It's like right when it's about to do the demon sound, it stops. Yeah, it does stop right before. That's creepy, dude. And tell me what the sound of your sound. Happens every time around the same time. 30 to 45 minutes. I, I don't know what it is. I feel fine. Everything's fine. It's been saged. And then my lights turned off and I <laughs> turned on. And I was like, nobody's going to know about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. We're all fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Diana's now living in the Ukraine with Olga because she went back after her daughter died. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the trial, Cody and Amanda showed up to support Beedweevil. The prosecutors state that Blake seemed to have drawn his inspiration from his book Syndrome while killing Yana. Uh, Beedweevil sat in complete emotionlessness the mm-hmm. whole time that he was in court. The photos of the crime scene and Yana were so graphic that one of the jurors actually had to leave the room. No shit. The prosecution also throws out the idea that Blake had just used the book as like his blueprint for torturing her. Because, you know, she was drained completely of her yeah. blood, scalped. Eh. Dang. Prosecution decided to not seek the death penalty just because, like, they had so many people on death row anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever, he'll spend the rest of his life in jail. And after only 90 minutes, the jury found Blake guilty of first-degree murder of 30-year-old Yana Kasian and given an extra life sentence for the torture and mayhem charges. He was given life without the possibility of parole. 
I just want to check. When you said the baby was in the room, alive or was it dead, Sue? No, she was alive. Ooh. All right. And the good thing, though, is Olga and the family had sued Bedweeble for the torture and murder of Yana, and they won, and he was ordered to pay the family $41.6 million. Jesus. Did he pay it, though? So far, he hasn't made any payments I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. They could do that, too, right? They're like, oh, you're going to get awarded this, and you're like... Who's going to pay it? Yeah. yeah. They ain't going to pay it. I ain't got no fucking money, ma'am. I know. I'm in jail, bitch. Yeah. Dang. I don't have any money to give. What do you mean I have money to give? I, 4.1 million. Keep waiting for it. That's I, crazy, dude. I have a copy of Faces of Death. You want <laughs> exactly. it? Uh-huh. It's vintage. Vintage. First print, too. <laughs> this is what I can offer. Nah. Take it or leave it. Dude, he had gone mental at some point. Like something snapped and just nobody really noticed it. They just Mm -hmm. let these things go thinking he's just kind of a a loser. I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it seemed like. But there's no way. That dude was a crazy fuck. And the the mushrooms definitely weren't helping. Like, come on. Nah. I feel like when you're a person that has that much money that you can probably just throw away and you don't have to do anything for a living and you can probably spend all that time like in psychosis which is what you do it literally warps your your outlook on life too exactly i mean i remember the first time i did acid and it, i can like i remember thinking about it and i remember thinking wow i can see how this can warp somebody's reality and you can get confused about like the inception moment is yeah. real yeah, yeah it's so real where you're just like fuck i'm having like a fucking lapse in reality where you get to a point where you question you get to you can really get to a point where you really question your reality yeah and you're just kind of like what the fuck is going on so if you can constantly live in that state and not need to come out of it or you just yeah you're perpetually in that state i can see how you fucking scalped somebody with your kid in the room drain them of their blood and then you're and just that chilling. kid had to listen to what eight hours eight hours. eight hours of screaming and torture imagine that yeah that's... how old was the kid then she was a only years? a couple weeks oh, a couple oh weeks. that's all right happened in May. but still you know i don't know i feel like that's gonna have some sort of effect on the baby know, oh yeah for sure yeah because the baby Damn. was like Three weeks old at this point. She was born on May third, and he killed her on May twenty sixth. What? The oh. fuck? Yeah. So, twenty three days after she had the baby, he off this bitch. Yeah. Damn. And the baby, on top of her own crying, had to hear someone crying and screaming for their life. I mean, if her mother put up a fight, you know how mothers can get towards the end. You fucking put up a fight for your baby. Yeah. You know, like if she had the defensive wounds that. Uh, they talked about and if he had the defensive wounds that they talked about she probably tried not to go down without a fight imagine that like they say the same way that uh circumcision has like a long-term effect on kids and it can make men more violent if they are circumcised it's uh, it was like a whole yeah it's like a whole thing that uh even though it's something that you wouldn't think affects the baby because it's done when they're only a few weeks old. Imagine it's that something there. that it's you impression. do yeah, yeah, still has a long-term effect on it. Even though you don't think they feel anything about it, they still cry about it. Yeah. So yeah, what's to say that wouldn't make him more violent long-term as a man? What wouldn't, like, what wouldn't like, give him that streak if he feels that, yeah. that early on in life? They don't give him any pain killers. You know what I mean? 
I had never heard of this. Yeah, this, this was is a study. the first time I've ever heard this one. Yeah, I didn't know that either. When That's I was in crazy. nursing school, everything was just like you can't trust Wiki. You gotta use, you know, uh, evidence based practice yeah, is what yeah. they call it. And that was one of the arguments that people brought up about uh, circumcision and babies. Wow, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Now you just gave Devin another reason to. Love. I don't even talk about this shit with Devin. You know, I just keep it all to myself. (laughs) He's like so fully against circumcision, and I'm like, Devin is a full on hippie. Devin is a 2021 hippie dippy all the way, like with the hair and the beard. I'm pretty sure he'll fucking have like fucking nested birds living in it with some fucking beads intertwined or some shit. They love. He's already there. I, I swear. Know. He's always got some crumbs in there. I don't know. It's something going on all the time. That's but, just for later. <laughs> just for later. That's what he says all the time. It's for later. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, Blake Light Bell. Interesting story. Very yeah. interesting. It was quite interesting. They love. I don't think you know what it doesn't make me want to look up these graphic novels either. No, it no. does not. It's nah. fucked up. It makes me think. Yeah, I'm probably good with not even looking at that mm-hmm. ever. This movie, bald, not interested. Faces of death only because I've heard before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much it. Good one. It's, it's pretty cool to be on the inside watching it go down too. <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you, it was yeah. fun. What did you think? <laughs> oh, I loved it. It was a good time. It was a good story. Good, good, uh, good info. Crazy. I feel like we got like sidetracked, it. but we tried to keep That's it together. That's the fun part, man. I'm telling you. That's some of the fun stuff to listen to. You give good info, right? Like, I'm not trying to rate, like, review the show as <laughs> yeah. you're doing it. But no, this do is it, how do you it. do your shows. You give good <laughs> info, so you get a lot of good stuff. And then there's entertainment, too. The side yeah. tangents are good and entertaining. So I think cool. the downfall is just that, you know, we were talking earlier. I think it's the weed. Yeah. But man, I can have a conversation two seconds later. I don't even know what we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> what? See, I'm pretty good at do so so it's I'm the same cuz I go off on side tangents, but I got to a point where I don't know why I, I I'm able to bring it right back around. Oh, damn you. Right I haven't you learned that yet. Yeah. It's it takes it, it took a minute, but yeah. Take skill, young grasshopper. Cuz I remember those days where I was just like <laughs> the, the fuck, fuck was, was I, I just talking about? about? Yeah. Was that ham chips? What are ham chips? <laughs> Why were we there? Yeah. It's exactly how I feel. I haven't mastered that skill yet of just glazing all the bullshit over. And then you're just like, yeah, ham chips. (laughs) (laughs) And you're just like, oh, God, I'm going to go have some right now. I I don't know. I'm I'm trying to work on it. We'll get there, Lidlove. This was fun, though. Thanks for having me, man. I enjoyed it. I really did. Thanks for having having us. Yeah. Now we have to get you guys on History Creeps. Oh. Talk about something and have you guys give your input. Oh, oh that would be awesome. Heck yeah. Yes. Good times. Yes. Definitely got to do that. That would be dope. Cool. Especially because we've been like planning this like late love Chris podcast yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a minute. We get we tried a couple times and it had to get rescheduled and canceled. So I'm glad we got to do it. Yeah. Cool. Well, next week, late love is going to be introducing the information. I know. I'm so nervous. I am not a... I guess I'm not a researchy person. I'm more of the receiving person, even though that sounds wrong. But I am a giver. Ask. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we need to correlate it back to that. That's Babe, I love you. you. Defend pegging. me. Babe, that's why you should agree. I love you. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's like a, it's like a general glaze on the situation. But, you know, 
I don't know. I feel like I'm much more of a receiver than a giver. Oh, whoa. You know, in terms of like yeah. information. So I'm kind of nervous. I feel like it's just going to be, I fear that it will be subpar, but I don't know. It might be more of just how my week was than an actual true crime. <laughs> it's okay, Layla. The actual true crime episode. I don't know how the McDonald's was that week. How work was. I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> it's exciting. It is exciting. It I might be wait. a Patreon exclusive if it goes sour. Be yes. prepared for that. Well, let's hope not, because I don't have anything in the bank yet for the week after this. <laughs> you don't have a backup to save me. <laughs> no. Damn, Lay Love. I'll start working. I mean, I'm working on something. Else. I guess we'll see you guys next week when it's my turn to uh, carry the pocket on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lay Love, we forgot our sheet. Oh, it's okay. If you like us, you can like us on Facebook at Wine Wicked Crimes and Cat Moms on Mine. And I know we're on Twitter, but Lady Love made the Twitter, so I'm going to let her give you the tweet name. Lady Love, go. You can tweet us at Cat Moms on My Pod. And. I know we have an email. Do you know why we have an email? Because it's the most amazing email in the world. It's at yahoo.com. Is it at? It's catmoms2. Oh, at, at yahoo.com. Yahoo. <laughs> and you can find us on Instagram. Yes. The IG. How could I forget we have an Instagram? Mm-hmm. Is it cat mo- at catmoms, oh my? Podcast. Podcast? No, I think it's like at Cat Moms Oh My. Pod. Pod. Yeah, Layla. Layla, you made Maybe. the podcast. You made the names. No, I think it's. I it, I think it's. It's Cat Moms Oh My podcast. Yeah, was Oh, right. yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. Don't. Oh, trust your gut, guys. Trust your gut. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> and then, are we missing any of them? Um, And join us on our Patreon at our $5 level. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. $5. Guys. Tim Hortons prices went up. My brother works at Tim Hortons. I know for a fact that they went up. That's two coffees a week. Give us those $5. You can do it. I know you can. Come on. Make your coffee at home. I know. And plus, once we get better, or if we get money, we can do better stuff. I mean, easily, this is probably a better sounding quality podcast. Guys, listen to how we sound. I know. Don't you want us to sound like this all the time? Come on. (laughs) Last week we had a cat on the show, <laughs> and he was rude. He was like, "Mom, mom, mom, hi, 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 guys! Look at how nice this was." That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Think about that exactly, and all give the, us your five dollars. All the entertainment, all the butt talk, all the high-end escort talk. Exactly. You know, Come I on. defend them for a reason. <laughs> exactly. Drop those dollars. Yeah. On our Patreon. And yeah. I guess that's it. Wait. Well, Wait. What was our... What are we making? Patreon.com dash catmoms. Oh, my. Oh. I I'm going to entrust you slide. with that. I think so. If not, just go back to the other episode because it's somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm sure we can plaster a previous extra intro. What? Extra? Is that a thing? Did I just make I thought it, it was outro. Oh, my God. Extra. <laughs> extra. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Or we could just uh, paste that over, over it, and we'll figure it out. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see you next week. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs>